Internet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you, guys, for being here. Today is Wednesday. I don't even know what today is. No, it's Tuesday. March 7th, 2023. This is episode number 622 of this little raggedy ass show. Welcome to the program. Hello, people. Your boy was on time today. Kind of proud. 202 start time. I'll take it. I'll take it. Who's complaining? Uh, probably one or two of you raggedy bitches. Alex Villanueva, maybe. Somebody like that. I don't know. What's up, CC? Thank you for the other bitch, boo boo. Oh, I'm in a good mood in chat. I'm in a good mood. Let's not ruin it today, huh? Let's not ruin it. Uh, please. Um, so, yes. What's up? We've got a lot of a lot of interesting topics to get to today. Not all sports, but that's okay. Um, we've got a lot to discuss. Don't forget now, it's the... Um, it's what free agent. It's it's a free agent debt. Well, not a free agent deadline. It's the deadline for the franchise tag at three thirty today. Is it my time? Three thirty our time? I forget. What's the what's the no? It's three thirty Eastern. So it would be yeah, three o'clock Eastern deadline. Um, so there are three o'clock central four o'clock Eastern deadline, uh, to franchise any player that you plan on franchising. Keep in mind, some players don't like that. Most of them don't cause they get, it pisses them off that they feel like they're making less money and they're not getting a long-term deal, a one-year deal. Sure. You might get decent money, but a lot of these players are looking for long-term deals with lots of guaranteed money. So the franchise tag is obviously a significant help to most every franchise, um, but they try to make it fair for the player as well. I just, I don't know if that's always the case. Some of these cats maybe, but, um, I mean, like you take, take, take Tony Pollard, for example, is it fair to Tony Pollard that he's not going to get a long-term deal this year because Ezekiel Elliott's contract is crazy. Dak's contract is crazy. All the money. So they, they franchise him and then you got Dalton Schultz like, Hey guys, I would have, I would have taken the franchise. I would have been happy with that. So we'll see what happens. There's going to be a lot of news. Some of you are going to be posting stuff in the chat, which I will probably ignore because I don't trust you as sources. If you're going to break news in the chat, I need a source. I need a link or a source. And well, I, I take that back. A lot of you can't post links and rightfully so. And it's not that I don't trust you guys. It's just we get spammers that come in and post a lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there goes AJB firing one off right off the rip. Um, let me pull up the Twitters. Let me see here. Oh, so Aaron J. Bryant just said, uh, let's see, hold on. Uh, who am I going to follow? 
Um, who are we looking for? Uh, what is this? Oh, oh, nice. Okay. Um, where is it? Let's see. I'm now all I see is Kyle King's group chat with Potch and House and some other person. Uh, Schefter. Okay, that's there. We go. Let's do uh, Adam. Let's open up Schefter. There goes Schefter. Who else do we want? Uh, yeah. So breaking news. There we go. I'll just I'll just do it this way. Let's just do this. Let's go here, 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 here. Does Potch even show up to this raggedy bitch anymore? I don't think Potch does. I think Potch is. Uh, and should I just take away his admin privileges? I don't think he shows up anymore. I mean, you got to be here if you're going to be an admin or uh, I mean a uh, moderator, right? Like, I don't, I don't think you should be able to be a moderator and just pop in every once in a while. In fact, yeah, let's go ahead and do, let's go ahead and take care of that. Let's go ahead and go to community roles, manager roles, moderators. We got Donna, Jen, Potch, Cece, Shelby. Well, Shelby's not really here either that much. She pops in on occasion. Clarence is running a train on Potch. Oh, yeah, but Potch has never been here much anyways. Look, Flimsy Chair is like, remove him. All right, well, we'll see. Um, We'll see. Chris Reyes, I swear to God, if you bring up Podbean one more fucking time, I will ban you from chat too. Look, yeah, fuck Potch. Dave, PV Dub said I'll take his spot. Yeah, we need somebody that's going to be here. You know what I'm saying? How many deckheads has Potch hired? Yeah, that's a good point, too. I don't know. All right, uh, so Schefter is saying, here we go, right here. Oh, no, that's not it. I'll give Potch, like, a, a week, but he can't just show up and be like, oh, hey, I'm back, guys, for, like, a day and then disappear again. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right, um, there we go. Raven sent notice to the NFL Players Association that they placed the $32.41 million non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. He's now allowed to negotiate with other teams, but the Ravens have a right to match any offer sheet he signs or takes or take two first-round picks in return for it. So probably smart, probably the thing to do for the Ravens, although I can't imagine that you have, uh, um, you know, good relations with go with um with Lamar Jackson going forward. I mean this has to do some damage at the very least. Uh what does this say? Potch has a stream from 2 to 5. Does he really? Or are you just fucking with me dubs? Are you just trying to get his job? Uh he's one and one right now, Steven. Who what? What? Oh yeah. Oh, did he lose one though? Oh, he's one for one. Well, he so he's got Clarence and he's got uh I don't know. Okay, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. So, um, that's interesting. Let's see. Lamar Jackson now has the ability to shop for the best deal possible. And Baltimore Baltimore will have a chance to match any offer she signs or opt for two first-round picks. The market is about to meditate uh, Baltimore and Jackson's differences. Well, we'll see. Um, it, it, you know what? I, I, I think if you're Baltimore, you had to do something, right? Because if, if negotiations were looking like they were going to break down or it wasn't going to happen. And they talked about it, it going possibly up until 3.30 Eastern time. And it's 2.15 and they just announced it. So, you know, if you're Baltimore, you did what you had to do to ensure yourself that if, even if you don't keep Lamar Jackson, if somebody signs him to a deal that you're not willing to pay 
in in return for that, you get two first round picks, and that'll 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 help. You know what I mean? Like shit, that immediately means Baltimore could be in the mix to move up to one this year and get a quarterback if they so chose. I mean, it, it won't happen, but you know, it, it, it's possible. So. Uh, yeah, Uzi said, I thought Penguin Katie worked there too. He does. Yeah, it's Penguin Katie and now I guess Clarence and Miggy and Potch. But I, yeah, that doesn't help. You know, if Potch isn't going to be here, he's got a, you can't be a, you can't be a mod and not be here to mod. So whatever. All right. So keep an eye on uh, the Twitters. Uh, I will keep an eye on the Twitters. Since you guys can't post links, at least tell me who it is that's tweeting the info and, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that. All right, let's get to the chat because, like I said, we got a lot to do. In fact, um, we've got several different topics to discuss today. Some sports, some non-sports, like I mentioned. However, uh, we do have a guest on the show today. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, his name is uh, Kibo, and um, he has an interesting job, to say the least. I read an article on CNBC. And uh, in this article, um, it talked about uh, a, a, a guy who is, he, his job is writing raps, writing uh, rap music, lyrics, or whatever. But he does it on Fiverr, and you can hire him to write a song for you, and he'll perform it as well. And, um, you know, you could do it for maybe you got a nephew's birthday or you own a business and you want a song or, or any of those. Uh, like, it's, he's, it, it, it is a fascinating story of a guy who um, was not doing what he loved and decided that writing, uh, writing lyrics, writing rhymes, writing, you know, four bars, eight bars, whatever, of a rap song and being able to sell those services on Fiverr was something that uh, was way better than an office job or any of the other shit that he was doing. And now he's absolutely killing it. And he uh, he's, he's, he's busy. And the cool thing is he's from right here in Houston, Texas. So I'm reading this article about this dude who uh, just makes his living off of Fiverr writing, writing rhymes for people. And sometimes he performs, sometimes he doesn't, but uh, and I was like, yo, I got to get this cat on the, uh, on the show. I'd love to interview him and find out how do you get started in something like that? What, uh, you know, how did it come about? And, um, you know, just kind of get to know the dude and he's an H town guy. So that makes it even better. So Kibo going to join me at about three o'clock this afternoon. And, uh, we'll get into all of the particulars on that pretty cool story. Uh, so we'll look at that up. All right. Until then, let's get to the chat for those of you new to the program and don't know. Uh, the chat is the shout out to the chat. It is not the past tense of shit. It is me saying hello to the people that make this show possible, which is you guys. So let's get into it. Uh, I did see, uh, I think I reset it though. Dag nabbit, darn it to heck. Yeah, no, I'm right. Uh, Alan Denson was in early one fifteen today said not having a good day. What the fuck? GTSS sucks. Hope y'all are having a good day, buddy. I don't know what's going on with you, pal, but I, I do hope you are okay. Alan Denson. I, I hope everything is uh, okay, and you know we're rooting for you, whatever it is, man. So if you need us, obviously reach out. Um, uh, where else? So that was at 115. 2.15, uh, Matthew, LOL, said a lot of people say Lamar might be headed to New York in the 
color isn't green. Well, that didn't work. So there goes that. Uh, but early in on the chat, Chris Reyes was here. What's up, homie? Good to see you. Jeff Bell showed up early. Uh, Alex Villanueva is in. John Dory. Cisco all the way from Fredericksburg. Hello. Matthew, what's up, my da- my guy? I was going to say my dude and my guy, and then I just said my die. And that's not okay. We don't want you to die. Jesus is in the building. What's up, Jesus? Good to see you, man. Uh, Cisco, I got therapy. Went really well now for Barry on deck while I cross things off my honey-do list. I had therapy today as well. It was uh, it was a fruitful endeavor. Todd the show said, party people, it's 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Hey, shut up, Todd. That's enough partying for people, I guess. I don't know. Uh, who else is here? Sandoval, what's up, homie? Hey, hey, Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. I, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Thank you for coming back. You always show up, and I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. We need more info on April 1. The 409 plans to represent. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so there's only one Kobos, and I will have information for you. Let me get through the chat. What's up, Flimsy Cherry? Good to see you, pimpin'. Who else is here? Wrap that rascal up, Barry. Let's go. What? I'm not I'm not porking anything. I don't know why. What, what am I wrapping up here? Who else is in the building? CC, what's up, girl? DJ Maddie said it's pancake and cereal day. That's a weird mix. AJB, what's up, homie? Uh, who else? Your yellow little wave is in the building. Hello, my friend. <laughs> that raggedy bitch nightbot showed up. Ugh, the worst. Uh, AJB, I got Steven the Weather Guy. What's up? How are you? What if we changed our name to Adam Schefter? No, no, you're not. You're not going to be able to do that. Uh, extended toenail said, tighten up and have a blessed day. Well, you too, buddy. Thank you for being here. Um, I think I got everybody. Flip's Jerry. Dave, what's up, PP Dubs? What's up, Flip? What's up, Todd? What's up, Rudy Rod? How you doing, homie? Good to see you. Uh, I think I got everybody. Yeah. Nope. There's Jim on sports. What's up, homie? Good to see you, Jen. Hello. Thank you for being here. Uh, Nick, what's up? Nick, one deep. Homo Astros fan, truck driver, Pookie. Everybody showed up at the last minute. I like it. What's up, Philip Barnard? He said, morning-ish. Bleep days run together this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every day runs together. Every day, uh, every week runs together for me, Heartthrob. I, get, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. How the hell are you getting channel points so fast, Reyes? I watch on two devices. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious Brad said I'm sitting in traffic going home well be careful man don't uh don't stream and drive I don't know all right um let's get this let's get this party started okay um we've got a ton of sports headlines that we need to get to so I want to wait and do that uh in just a second but what I Thank do want to do whoa what was that Brandon Gary just resubscribed come on fam what's up Brandon Gary, good to see you, pimp. Thanks for being here. Nine months, we just had a sub baby. What are we going to call it, Brandon? You get to name it. You get to name it. Truck driver Pookie, you're going to uh, lurk. Hey, I appreciate you, homie. Thank you for coming in, man. Thank you for the lurk. Much appreciated. Um, uh, what are we going to name it, Brandon Gary? Huh? What are we going to name it? I don't know, but we got to come up with a name. Jeff Bell! Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy! Appreciate you, homie. All right. Uh, I think that leaves the Dolphins and 49ers. For who? Falcons are out of convo for Lamar. Why are the Falcons out? Where are you hearing that? Huh? 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 I'd be surprised if the Niners did anything with Lamar like that. That would seem a bit premature. You've got a ton of other uh, options. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. That seems weird to me, but okay. 
I guess you're not sold on Brock Purdy or Garoppolo or Trey Lance, which, I mean, Lamar Jackson's better than all of them. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah. Where is Joe Pro? Your rooster is in my driveway. His cock is in your driveway? Oh, my God. <laughs> because fuck the Falcons. That's why they're out. <laughs> nice. Nice. You got to love the uh, angry Saints fan coming in. Uh, all right. Here we go. So, I, uh, as you guys know, oh, shit, we got a hype train going? Damn. Like, we got a, we got, I got, oh, my God. It's too much, too much going on. I got to do shots in the middle of this. Probably not at this point. Not after that showing last year. Who would do that? Who would be dumb enough to do that? Not I. All right, party people! Man, thank you guys for this hype train. Much appreciated. Uh, you guys got it rocking and rolling, and this is for you guys, man. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for hanging out. Cheers to all of you. I love you. Uh, happy Tuesday, Jackass. Oh, so bad. So, so bad. All right. I think part of the reason why it's bad is I leave the, the lid off. I always forget to put the cat back on. And I don't think that's good for whiskey at all. Uh, Matthew said, Barry, Danny Dimes, four years, 200 million. Lies. Earlier you said 150. Lies. All lies. I need to see the film. I need to see the tape. I need to see what the hell you're talking about. Let's refresh Adam Schefter. Uh, statement from the uh, no. Uh, the Falcons will not be pursuing Lamar Jackson per sources. That's according to Diana Russini. Okay. Sauce Gardner made his pitch to Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, Bucks are releasing Donovan Smith. Damn it. That was on my uh, list. Yeah, uh, the source Dolphins have informed cornerback Byron Jones that he is being released on March 15. We'll have the opportunity to enter free agency. Dolphins will designate him as a post June one cut, saving Miami 13 million against the salary cap. All right, Barry, Danny Dimes. Well, I see no sources. So until you get me sources, buddy, uh, I'm not going to believe it. And all I have right up uh, up right now is Schefter. I should probably add more, but nonetheless. All right. That's beside the point right now, party people. I wanted to bring to your attention the fact that you know our good buddy D Mata has not been feeling well. Uh, in fact, he uh, he was near death at one point and has been in um, intensive care and ICU for some time now. And uh, Jen was kind enough to put together a uh, card a digital e-card that everybody could sign and wish him well and uh, maybe lift his spirits a little bit. And we've got a bunch of the deckheads that have already signed. We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 15, 16, about 16, 17 folks that have already signed. But I want to encourage the rest of you to get in there and sign as well. Uh, so to do that, here is the link in the chat. Please click on that. And uh, please go leave a nice, kind message for D-Mata. Um, let him know you wish him well and that you're rooting for him or whatever you want to say. Just be nice about it. And, um, you know, we'll get that over to him. Also, um, I want to say thank you to uh, Donna. And I I need to go back now. Who was it that also sent me? 
um, some money for Demata's present. Two of you sent it. Uh, it was Donna and I want to say truck driver Pookie. <sighs> let me see. Let me let me type this up here. Demata. Shit. Well, I can't find it now. And that sucks because uh, you guys were so kind to do that. Oh, you know what? I can look it up on my uh, uh, my Venmos. But two of you, I, I mentioned that there was a present that Brandon Martinez had recommended that I buy for Demata, but it was a little out of my price range. Uh, and not surprisingly, the deckheads being the kind, generous people that you are, uh, two of you immediately were like, no, nope, we got you. And, and two of you sent me money, which I didn't want. You know, I mean, I just wanted to buy him a present. Um, and you guys were like, no, nah, let's get him the good one. So uh, a couple of you sent me uh, a few extra bucks. And if I could... Find the damn, where's my, I really don't like these apps. They, they bother me. And my whole phone just decided that it don't give a fuck about my feelings right now. What is going on? What is happening? Uh, me, transactions. There we go. There we go. Uh, who is this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was TDP. So it was truck driver Pookie, and it was Donna um, who sent me some extra scratch for Demata's present. And what I ended up doing is I ended up getting him that big that Mandalorian statue that Brandon Martinez said he would like. So I bought the hundred dollar gift for him. We'll get that out to him. But please sign the card and uh, tell him that you're thinking about him. And I'm and I know he'll appreciate that. So link is in the chat. I'll do it one more time. Remind me, and I'll uh, I'll get the link in the chat a couple more times this week for you guys there it goes and uh yeah so to so uh be cool to our boy d Mata. next up on the list um if you didn't already get yours uh tickets are on sale for the next top scholar so get that done now that's the comedy show that i produce up here in spring texas um gonna be a killer show jesse saldana and billy d washington so that's my next um, show that I implore you guys to buy tickets to because it's all on me now to sell tickets for this show. I get no help from the bar and I'm freaking out. So uh, we've been selling out, but I'm a little nervous. Hey, that's dope, Reyes. Thank you, buddy. It's going to be a hell of a show, man. You're going to have a good time. So uh, go get your tickets. Um, you can, uh, here, I'll put a link in the chat if you want to get tickets to this show. Let's see. Do I remember it? Bentley. Optics 0323. I believe that is what it is. When is the show? It is Friday, March 31st. It is on a Friday. Uh, oh, yeah. Here you go. This is uh, here's the deets. Here's all the deets. There we go. Um, yeah. So, Ability Washington is Friday, March 31st, 8 o'clock. Uh, Jesse Saldana is uh, featuring. And Billy's headlining. I'll be emceeing. And then uh, there's still a reserved table left, I believe. There is, uh, yep, there's one reserved table for four. So if you got a party of four and you want to make sure that you sit together, do that. Um, and then there's reserved bar seats. There's still uh, available. I don't know why that says reserved table for four. That's, that shouldn't say that. Um, but, yeah, the bar seat is the bar seat. I got to, oh, shit, I got to go fix that. That's not good. That's not good at all. I better log in right now for people's like, well, you said if I pay $25, I get four tickets. No, I'll let me refund you that. 
Let me refund you that, pal. Uh, yeah. So, uh, a couple other things. Barry, could the Giants try for Lamar Jackson? I mean, I guess they could. I don't know. I don't know what their, what does their salary cap sitch look like? Let's see, spot track. Let's see what the Giants, uh, let's see how they're doing cap-wise. Team caps. I mean, the Giants are third as far as cap space goes. They have $46 million in cap space. Um, the question becomes, what would you do with uh, with Daniel Jones? Um, where is he at on here? So Jones has, let's see. Okay, so he's, yeah, uh, let's see, 24 million guaranteed. All right, fifth-year option is available, but they didn't take it. So, yeah, I mean, they have the cap space, and especially with Jones's contract basically being up. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's money-wise, absolutely it's possible. Will they? I don't know. That's a, I don't think they would, but I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they feel like they're just a Lamar Jackson away from being serious, serious contenders. It wouldn't be the dumbest thing in the world to do. And they've got the money, it looks like. So, yeah, with Jones's contract being up, uh, it says in 2023, Jones earned a base salary of $22 million while carrying a cap hit of $22 million. Uh, and that's in 2023, but that's already dead money now. So, um, 25 million guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't, that's one of those things, man. I, I don't know how close the giants feel, um, they are. And maybe they think they are close. I mean, you know, they showed well last year. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they do. That's a good question. I I can't predict the future, but it it would. I mean, it's certainly an upgrade. That's the thing. All right? Did you get better? Then do it. Right. I, I feel like if that's the if that's the question you you have to answer every time when you're going to do some of these deals is Are you getting materially better? Does this move you towards um, bona fide Super Bowl contention? And and um. Do you think that he's the guy that could get you to the promised land? And in the case of Lamar Jackson, I think you have to believe that until he proves otherwise. So, all right, I'm updating this one ticket. I'm sorry. I'm going to finish this because I don't want people being all pissed off. But you said no, no. That's not what it's for. And where is this at? Let's see. Includes a reserve includes a reserved seat at the bar okay okay got that done thank god uh all right yes finished cool okay yeah they should be so much better well yeah duh yeah lamar jackson better than daniel jones you don't say yeah totes agree all right let's do some sports headlines don't forget in about 25 minutes Cabo going to join me, or excuse me, Kibo going to join me, uh, my guest for the day. I I told you guys I'm trying to get more guests and some interesting different guests. 
Uh, I'm trying to get Kim Davis, who is a, a uh, sports talk journalist or a sports journalist here in Houston, trying to get um, her uh, to join me one day on the show. Uh, I've already reached out to Indy Kalu, trying to get him on. Um, LZ, Lance Zerline, I've been trying to chase down before the draft, and maybe he'll come on and spend some time with us. So, Heck yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, also trying to get Apollo Media to join me from spring training in Florida to talk some baseball. So all that is in the works. I'm a busy, busy man. Oh, what's up, Fidel? <laughs> Fidel just signed for nine months. Slam bomb. Uh, what are we going to name the baby, Fidel? You get to name it. So you get to name our sub baby. Come up with something. You pick it. It's uh dealer's choice. Uh, Matt said, imagine Lamar, D-Hop, and Saquon. That's insane. <laughs> Cap said, Catfish said the four games a year, they're all healthy would be crazy, right? There's uh, there's that. I mean, look, D-Hop is probably the most durable of all of them. So, um, which ain't saying much. But it, most of his time he missed was that suspension. So, uh, yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I, don't, I don't see that happen. I could be wrong, but again, I, I can't predict the future. So, what, what the hell do I know? All right, let's, there we go, Lamar, Ravens tag Lamar as sides can't agree on deal. So now the headlines on ESPN. Let's do some sports headlines. Come on. Here is your sports headlines for the day. Interestingly enough, we talked about the Titans needing to do something, and the thought process was and is, I do something about quarterback. Ryan Tannehill's not the guy. You got Derrick Henry, you're wasting his best years. Well, rumors abound that the Titans are actually shopping Derrick Henry, uh, a move that would, if they could trade him, uh, help relieve some of their pressure for uh, salary cap and otherwise. And uh, maybe they're just looking at going in a different direction. I don't I don't know what the plan is over there, but uh, Titans shopping Derrick Henry uh, as far as uh, trade talks go. Um, Fidel said signal is shitty in BFE, New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What part of New Mexico are you in? The part where they, um, smoke a lot of meth or smoke a lot, a lot of meth. Now, see, that's not fair, Barry. You got to be nicer to the people of New Mexico. I mean, I've been there. So, uh, what's up, Jared Taylor? Good to see you, homie. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, but this I was having problems with uh, Twitch earlier because sometimes what I'll do is I'll start the pre-show countdown and I'll put it on my phone so that I can listen for it and uh, and that way I don't I don't you know I'll be buzzing around trying to get shit done at the last second. But it was skipping a little bit. It wasn't doing great. So I don't know. Maybe it's not New Mexico. Maybe it's just Twitch today. Seattle and quarterback Geno Smith have agreed to a three-year deal worth up to. $105 million. I, listen, if you'd asked me what Geno Smith did last year was amazing. It was awesome. It was cool to see it. It was great. Comeback player of the year, blah, blah, most improved, blah, 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 blah. But what I have invested three million and a hundred and, or three years and 105 million into him, Nah, nah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that there's uh. I just don't believe in him. Like you would have to do, I don't know. I would have to see that for years before I invested something like that. So but they did it though. They did it. 
Uh, and so now they're in. They got their quarterback for the next three years, apparently. Jeez. I skipped one here. Giannis. Giannis had a triple-double the other day, and basically the way he got it was he threw the ball off the uh, backboard and got his own rebound. He cheated. I mean, he basically just padded his stats. So the NBA went in and was like, nah, we're not going to let you pad stats to get triple-doubles. So they actually took away a rebound and overturned his triple-double, something that doesn't happen a lot, um, but it does happen. I mean, guys have been known to pad their stats, so... Uh, Giannis has a triple-double taken away from him. And his teammates were kind of the ones instigating him and encouraging him to do it to begin with. And so he did. And uh, and then now it looks bad on him. You know what I mean? It looks bad on him. Jesus, Barry, why do you keep reaching for your dick? This is a family show. Well, first of all, if it's a family show, why would you use the word dick? Second of all... It's not me reaching down there. My pants are tight, asshole. What is this? Oh, snap. Look at this big-ass raid coming in. Yo, Sensei. What's up, pimp? Thank you for the raid. Let's go. We talked about this yesterday, as a matter of fact. Look at Sensei coming through in the clutch. Big old raid coming in, man. Thank you. Hey, Sensei, who do you, uh, how do you guys refer to yourselves? Do you all have like a moniker that you use? I want to say, I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, but welcome in, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. This is Barry on deck. That's an E, not an I. Don't, that E is so important to this show and everything else. Uh, this is Barry on deck. I am uh, your host, Barry Lamanac. It's a sports talk and entertainment show. I spent seven years on ESPN radio before doing this show. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian, and this is what I do all day. I talk uh, sports and bullshit, and we have a good time. And uh, since a bullrock came in, uh, dope-ass dude, thanks for the raid. Thanks for everybody for coming in on the raid. And uh, have a good time. We are weirdo. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Sensei Bullrock said, we are weirdo gamers. Now, his words, not mine, weirdos. Okay. His words, not mine. Am I, can I call you the weirdos? Is that what y'all go by? Hey, we're the weirdos. Hi. Thank you. Okay. Uh, but he said, we are weirdo gamers that play NFT games. We like comedy. We like games. We like sports. We like it all. Hell yeah. Hope you like nudity because I'm showing some butthole. Just kidding. I'm not doing that. That's not. You got to get me pretty drunk to do that. And now uh, we're not there yet. Uh, but welcome in one and all. Welcome in weirdos. Thank y'all for being here. Uh, <laughs> since they said them socially awkward motherfuckers. Yeah. God, oh, that's the best. I love me some social awkwardness. Let's just let's just say weird shit and not know what to do with our hands. I'm in. I'm in. What is this? Monsuta card sharks? That's better than the weirdos. No, I kind of like the weirdos, actually. I mean, Sensei, are you good with that? Can we go with the weirdos? I like it. The weirdos and the deckheads. It's done. A marriage made in heaven. I, I dig it. As long as it's not one hairy when all is good. I mean, there's not much I can do about that now. Uh, what's up, Ropim? Good to see you. The weirdos sounds like a gang from the Warriors. I mean, kind of. I like it, though. I think the weirdos is a really cool like uh, community name. We're the weirdos. I dig it. I am making a wax blockchain game called 
Faded Monsuta. I don't know. I got to run that through Google Translate. I don't know what that is. That's true. Mimi said most of us deckheads are weirdos. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Not me, of course. <laughs> I'm super normal. Come on. Uh, Going to be a weed monster trading card game. Nice. Nice. Uh, Gucci Gaming says y'all some dysfunctional motherfuckers. Okay. I like that too. I'm, listen, whatever makes you happy. Okay. Whatever makes you happy. But this show, this show is about sports and uh, entertainment and comedy. Like I said, I, I did sports talk for seven years on ESPN here in Houston, and, and uh, I, I do stand-up comedy now. So what's up, Maddie T? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, if you like either one of those or just interesting and weird conversations and crazy shit going on, this is your show. You have a good time. But, again, thank you, Sensei, for the raid, man. Much appreciated. Uh, look forward to being able to return the favor. Chucky's not here. Well, thank God, Chucky. Thank God you're not here. I would hate for you to be here. Thank God you're not here. My GM just came into my office and said, butthole. Yeah, what's your GM's name, Maddie? Maddie, 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 Maddie. Type in the chat what your GM's name is, and then I'll just, if I'm, I'm probably still on speaker, I'll talk to them. Uh, Yeah, so we'll do that. Uh, Just like a rap station. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. This is like an actual stream. Yeah. <laughs> what's up treetop good to see you i'm doing well thank you very much i hope you're doing uh, a good also or well also well also well yeah that's right it just sounded weird but uh i hope you're doing good treetop fox i uh, hope you're doing well general tomfoolery yes that is correct dave all right what are we doing oh we were doing the sports headlines when we got this dope ass raid let's go Hey, by the way, real quick, if you did come in on the raid, make sure you hit refresh or like um, click this link in the chat. We have like, uh, let's see, raid. There's a link that'll pop up. And the only reason I ask that is because Twitch is kind of an asshole about how they count you guys as raiders. So if you come in on a raid, Twitch says, no, you're not here. Uh, you don't you don't count as a viewer. And that's bullshit. You count to me, okay? I love you, weirdos. So... Just, just you know, refresh. Uh, appreciate or click that link. Appreciate it, baby. I can give you my name. Uh, what does it say, baby? I can give you my name to the supervisor that gave me three days off for being on a. Wait, did you call me baby, bro? That's like when you told your teacher or called her mom, right? Why the fuck did you call me baby, bro? That's weird as fuck, man. I don't. That's super weird. Hey, baby, I can give you. My name of my supervisor has... Well, I can't get past the fact that you call me baby. Like, the fuck? Hey, mom, can I go to the bathroom? Like, what? I'm sorry, Mrs. Anderson. Fuck. Now I'm never going to live that down. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go, Brian. You just called the teacher mom, you weirdo. Uh, we're not talking soccer either, Sean. We're going to finish up the sports headlines. And, and look, for those of you coming in on the raid, I have a really cool interview Um scheduled at three o'clock so this guy his name is uh kibo and he is a, a rapper and a producer and an artist and a a uh, singer but what he does is he he writes raps for people on fiverr and i, I just read an article on cs uh, or cnbc csnbc nbc i don't know what the fuck it was but i'm national thing and it was talking about this dude who 
has thousands and thousands of customers on Fiverr who are like, oh, I want you to write a rap for my, my, my son or my nephew or my new business or whatever. Man, I should get him to write an intro for Barry on Deck. That might be a... We should get him to write a rap about weirdos. That would be pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's what he does. And the cool thing was when I was reading the article, it was like, this guy's from Houston. I was like, well, I'm from Houston. I got to have this cat on. I got to, I got to see what all this is about. It's a really interesting and fascinating story. So I think you'll be down for that. If you like interesting interviews then stick around for another 15 minutes or so, because at three o'clock, Kibo is going to join me and we're going to, uh, have that discussion. Yeah. So it'll be cool. It'll be a nice little interview. Twitch is definitely an asshole. Y'all f- you fall asleep, get carried away with a raid, but for some reason you're not a viewer. Yeah. Right. That's bullshit. That's like with, uh, uh, with, uh, Netflix and like, are you still there? No bitch. I fell asleep. Just keep running this shit. I'm I'm snoozing to this noise in the background. That's like calling a grown man delicious. What? Oh, it's like, I'm not calling no dude delicious. Uh, my name is Daryl, but you can call me delicious. I ain't calling no grown man delicious. Hey, by the way, um, we'll finish up these headlines, but Titan Hugo had asked me to watch the new Marlon Wayans comedy special since I gave my two cents on the Chris Rock comedy special yesterday. Um, he wanted to know my thoughts on the Marlon Wayans special, which is an hour long special that dropped on HBO max. And it is literally all about the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap. It was okay. I mean, I I don't think I ever really laughed at anything, which that's kind of the barometer for me, right? Like I, I can think your performance is good and it's interesting and this, that, and the other, but if I don't laugh and that's the whole fucking point, if I'm not laughing, ah, and it just didn't make me laugh. Now I, I might be dead inside. Okay. So I may not be the best judge of a comedy special because I look at it from a different eye, you know, like, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's like some of you computer nerds in the chat that watch, you know, I don't know, CSI and I'm a former computer nerd. So I can say this. Some of my best friends are nerds. Um, but as a former it guy, I know that I would lose my goddamn mind every time I watch like CSI or law and order. And they would be like, Oh, did we get a photo of the car? Enhance that zoom in, get tighter. And not only would it have the fucking um, license plate, they'd be like, oh, look, he parts his hair on the left side and he's got a mole inside of his ear. And I would just lose my mind. I'm like, that's not how that works. You cannot make something out of nothing. Fuck. Um, Perry, thank you for the lurk, buddy. I appreciate you. And thank you for being here, man. Much appreciated as well. Sean said, I'd never really thought Marlon or Chris were funny. Uh, I mean, Chris Rock is one of the the best ever do it. So I'm not going to sit here and not give him his flowers on that. But this last special just wasn't it. It's just not for me. I didn't like it. And that's okay. That's okay. As a, uh, shit. As a consumer of comedy, um, you know, I'm picky. But as a comedian, I get it. Not everybody's going to like you and not everybody's going to dig your style or your jokes or whatever. So it's whatevs. Yo, uh, Silent One. I almost called you Silent Tone, which would have been really fucking stupid. Silent138, thank you for the follow. Thank you guys all for the follow that came in on uh, the Sensei uh, raid. All you weirdos, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right, so yeah, the Marlon Wayans thing, Titan Hugo, was... 
was okay. I I I, mean, I think it's cool that he managed to put a, together a whole hour of material just on the slab. That's that's a pretty that's that's not easy to do. So that was cool. But I, yeah, I didn't. Uh, not a lot of laughing going on with me this morning watching that. Yo, hi Rod. Thank you for the uh, follow, my friend. Much appreciated. All right, here we go. Back to these sports headlines before we get this interview at 3 o'clock. So, we talked to Geno Smith. We talked to Derrick Henry being shopped around for trades. And we talked to Giannis having a triple-double taken away. The Jets are in talks with the Packers um, about getting permission to talk to and uh, have some discussions with Aaron Rodgers. So, that's not dead yet either. We'll see how that goes. Maybe there's been some breaking news since we've been on air. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was a big deal going on this morning is that, uh, Mike Greenberg was losing his mind. Are the Jets going to get Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I mean, I, quite frankly, I used to really like Aaron Rodgers. I don't really give a shit about Aaron Rodgers anymore. So if he were to go to the Jets, mm, perfect. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Go flounder in New York. And by the way, you're just basically trying to recapture Brett Favre's entire career. So good luck to you. Although Brett Favre, instead of doing, um, what would he go dark? Like, isn't that what Aaron Rodgers did? It's called, he went dark for like three days. Brett Favre would just send dick pics. I don't know which one I respect more, to be honest with you. Probably going dark. I mean, the, the, I mean, the dick pics is a pretty, pretty big violation of trust and common decency, but, um, it's close. It's close. Uh, Perry said, I'm working, but still watching. Well, yeah, I appreciate you fam. Thank you. Rogers got to play for that fat stack of cash. Does he though? I mean, he's got more money than he knows what to do with. I, I think he just wants to be happy and feel like he has a chance to win. And quite honestly, quite honestly, if he goes to New York, I mean, let's face it. That team is a lot better with Aaron Rodgers and not Zach Wilson. It's not even comparable. Like, night and day. And they were really good last year. Imagine if they would have had a quarterback um, with the skins on the wall like Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, look, it's it's not unheard of uh, for a guy to do this at this stage in his career. It is a little weird to see that it's the Jets. So, I don't know. But we'll find out. Rodgers is too sensitive for New York media. We're going to find out. I mean, if 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 it happens, we're going to find out. But I I tend to think he he's he knows what he's getting himself into. You know what I mean? Like, eh. <clears throat> I, I think he knows. Uh, he does, but he was already done for what he had last year about this time. And what kept him around that fat stack of cash, that sent uh, Devontae Adams packet. True. True, true, true. Uh, Favre has no Hall of Fame D. What? Wait, what? What? How do you know if his dick is Hall of Fame worthy or not? I don't understand that. What's up, OP Influencer? Thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. How would you know that? I don't even want to know how you know that, to be honest with you. That's super weird. My screen just keeps going blank. You probably see, like, the color of my face change. Go, like, darker or lighter. Yeah, my screen just... Goes out for no reason and then comes back. All right, we got four more headlines and about five minutes before my guest is going to join me. 
Uh, so here's the other headlines that I grabbed for you guys. Alabama's Brandon Miller named the top SEC player of the year by coaches and the Associated Press. And you might be saying, well, Barry, I don't follow SEC men's college basketball. Why is this a big deal? Well, Brandon Miller was the guy who was um, said to have allegedly, I got to make sure I do that right, allegedly taken the gun to the scene um, where his teammate, and I forget the guy's name, uh, killed uh, a young lady in Tuscaloosa. So that's why it's a big deal. The cops were investigating. No charges were ever filed. This happened you, you know, months ago. Uh, but he still, I mean, he weathered the storm, and he's a hell of a basketball player. So he does get uh, top SEC player of the year honors. Sources are saying that the Bucks are going to release left tackle Donovan Smith. They, yeah, Darius Miles. Thank you, Jim. I'm so bad with names. Uh, Bucks are releasing Donovan Smith. We talked earlier about do the Giants have salary cap to go after Lamar Jackson, and the answer was yes. On the opposite end of that spectrum, boy, the Bucks are in salary cap hell right now. They're, they're several million over the cap. So they're going to have to make some cost-cutting moves. I think Cameron Brait is also going to be on the chopping block. So uh, keep a lookout for that. But the Bucks releasing another left tackle on the market now. Another left tackle hits the market. We'll see what happens. Uh, Ravens say talks with Lamar Jackson is going to go up to the deadline. Well, we saw as we came on air um, that Lamar Jackson has now been franchised. But an, um, it's a non-exclusive franchise. Which means there's two kinds. One means that's it. There, whichever team franchised him, he can't go out and negotiate. Uh, but a non-exclusive means that he could go negotiate. They have the right to match, and if they do not, they get draft picks. In this case, they get two. So there you go. Last thing on the list for headlines: uh, Amazon Prime is going to air a free NFL game on Black Friday uh, this next coming season. So. Yay! I mean, I look. I I needed something because I only had three headlines. And there's four slots. What do you want me to do? Don't at me, hoes. Okay. And by the way, uh, my new shirt. My wife loves this shirt. She does not like this shirt. But I'm going to start selling these at shows. So we'll see how it goes. Saints are still $18 million over the cap after signing their car. Yeah, the Saints have some work to do as well. They'll get creative. They'll get creative. Um... Yeah, we'll see. Amazon's better than trying to stream games on NBC. Yeah, that didn't go great. That didn't go great. But the Amazon Prime thing, I think the I think the big problem, uh, and we did some sidecasts of some of those Thursday Amazon games, but I think the big problem was, one, people finding it and remembering it. Um, but, two, I mean, not everybody, believe it or not, not everybody has Amazon Prime. And that's why I think they're doing one of the free games is to kind of get people to, oh, okay, so this is what I could have. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be kind of the thing going forward is we've all got to deal with streaming. I mean, we talked last week when I said that the regional sports networks were going away. And um, this is no different. So Amazon Prime showing NFL football on Thursdays is a thing, but they're going to also air a free game on Black Friday, so that'll be cool. Hey, Donna, how are you, sweetie? Thank you for being here. Problem with Amazon is you can't change the channel easily. The app was annoying. Well, yeah. Well, what are you trying to do? You're trying to, like, bounce around during commercials? I mean, I get that. Yeah, you can't. That definitely doesn't happen, but, I mean, it's not. You just hit home, and then, like, for me, I go to Fubo. 
I don't know. There's no, there's no real, technically there's no channels on Amazon Prime. It's just different shows that you stream. Like Fubo has channels, so you can up down channels. But it's whatever. ESPN can also be rough to stream. Yeah. I mean, most of them are. It, it, you know. Uh, what I thought was interesting was the baseball last year with Apple TV. I kind of liked the the first one that I watched. A lot of people didn't like the the booth. The three people that were in the booth, they were like, why aren't they dressed up? They're all casual and they look stupid. It was like, okay, well, fuck, I don't know. Nothing wrong with being a little different. It was Hunter Pence was one of those guys uh, in that booth. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. It's just, you know, nobody's going to watch baseball on Apple TV. I think they proved that. My stream froze every week. Thankfully, Thursday night football sucks and it's easy to not watch. Very true. Now, that is that is true. Giants gave Daniel four-year extension. Is that uh, verifiable? Uh, do we have sources? Do we have links? You know I'm not going to trust you guys with no sources, no links. If you don't have sources, don't come over here with your bullshit. Let me see. I'm going to leave this over here for now. Let's see. Uh, yep. Going, uh, let's see. There's Adam Schefter with the Ravens. Here we go. Adam Schefter just ahead of today's franchise tag deadline. The giants and QB Daniel Jones reached an agreement on a new four year deal. Well done per sources. Franchise tag is now available for Saquon Barkley. Okay. So that's what, that's what they're going to do. That's the, with reaching, uh, with Jones reaching an agreement on a long-term deal, the Giants are now placing their franchise tag on Saquon Barkley. That was two minutes ago. So he said it's possible. Now they are. Uh, don't know what the deal is. I don't see any stuff from Schefter on that, but uh, yeah. And that deadline just occurred right now. So at 3.01, the deadline is in. Um, that is, uh, yeah. That, so now if, and, it, and we'll see some stuff trickle in, I'm sure. But if they didn't get it done now, some of these cats are uh, free agents, basically. Uh, what does it say? Some dude throwing up on some kid after the sixth 96-ounce beer. No casual attire allowed. Okay. <sighs> Look at Dre. Truck driver Pookie has signed these nuts. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I love stories without sources. What's up, Chewy? Good to see you, buddy. Um, nothing says baseball like suits and ties. Exactly. Like, why do you why do you want the why do you want those guys to be so stuffy? That makes no sense. Uh all right. It is 302. My man has been waiting patiently in the digital virtual green room. And I'm so excited about this. Now, I want to say when I when I first started the show, May of 2020, when ESPN told me to get the fuck out. Um, I started a show, and one of the things I did was a lot of interviews up front. And then slowly got away from that, and I have been slowly wanting to get back to more interviews. But not just any interviews. When I first started streaming online, I interviewed interesting people with interesting jobs, and uh, that was kind of how all of this got started. And so I'm kind of getting back to my roots with that, and I'm really, really excited about this. I read about this guy on CNBC. Uh, it was an article, and it talked about um, what he does for a living, which is very unique. He is a rapper. He is a writer. He is a musician. He's an artist. He's a producer. Uh, and he does all of that, not just through, but mostly through Fiverr. And uh, you can uh, employ his services. And uh, it's just a dope-ass story that I cannot wait to get into. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to Barry on deck. Kimo, Kimo, what's up, buddy? How are you, man? 
What's going on, brother? How you doing, Bear? I'm good, man. Thank you for doing this. I know it was a weird ask. I know, like, just to get that question out of nowhere, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, what, why would I? I don't know what this is about, but I kind of I did that for you as, as well as some of the folks that are newer to the show right now because I wanted you to know this is kind of what I did at, at the beginning. So I, I appreciate you taking a leap of faith and joining me on this. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be on the show. It's really yeah, man. I'm watching I, I, it. It's hype. Now, Houston, uh, that's the first thing. Are you a native Houstonian born and raised here? I was born in New Orleans and moved when I was like three. So I'm Houston, I'm Houston for life, baby. Gotcha. Houston oh, see, I love that. Now we got we got some uh, New Orleans yeah. folks in the chat that might get a little upset about that, but you know yeah. what? It's- hey, I love New Orleans. All my fans <laughs> from New Orleans. So we, hey, we all kin. We 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 split the Sabine River and we good. You know that saying? is we true. You know what's funny is there's yeah. no there's I mean like I know like you know this too, but Houston and Dallas there's yeah. a perceived rivalry even though. I always tell people there's really I, I have so many friends in Dallas that they don't even give a shit about Houston. Right. The rivalry is all one way, right? <laughs> and I mean we're just so petty and and sensitive down here. But um I'd love that there's really so, no rivalry between Houston and New Orleans. It's always just been like, um, you know, sister cities, it feels like. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So you got I here mean, when you were three, so right? What did, what do you have to beep about? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. where did you? Uh, what, what, what part of town did you grow up here in Houston? What what's what, what side of town? Humble. As you know, that's North important. Side. Humble. Yeah, humble. North okay. Side, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, are you still are you still in Houston, or did have you moved elsewhere? Yeah, mm-hmm. still North Side of Houston. Okay, see, that's what's up. I'm in spring. We should have yeah. got together and done this live and had some whiskey and cigars and kicked that's it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been super yeah, easy. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> had you always I, I gave a little bit about what you did in the intro but is this is is hip-hop is writing producing uh the artistry of hip-hop is that something that you had always wanted to do is this something that you kind of fell into uh tell me a little bit I've about the background of that. It. uh well growing up as a child uh 85 is when i was born the my parents only played r&b and it wasn't until i heard um crisscross jump and my it was almost like my head turned in like a poltergeist like what is this because they were like not singing they were rapping and they were rapping fast and since then since 91 i believe 92 it's been just an obsession with hip-hop studying it learning it and i just wanted to know everything about it um i've always had a a passion for music but it was you know that's when hip-hop was so that's what got you hooked yeah Bro, that's yeah. so different. Your yeah. origin story is so different from mine. Now, I, I was born in 74, so I'm 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 a little older than you. Yeah. So I got to really experience and appreciate the golden era of hip hop. And that was I mean, I fell in yeah. love with hip hop. Um, and I gotta say it was probably NWA that got me into hip hop um back yeah. in the day. And so it's it's so funny because I would I remember I would look at crisscross as like this commercial bullshit, but that was that was back right. in the day though when um, right. you know s- selling out was a real thing, right? You didn't, you know, Hammer yeah. was uh, not loved, Vanilla Ice wasn't loved, but even even cast like Crisscross yeah. and uh, ABC, it was like ah. yeah, ABC, yeah, yeah, and that's what got me. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's what I'm saying. Anything that comes out, you never know who it affects, even if it's not for the purest. The purest form it's like that got me hooked you know because a yeah. kid we don't want to hear and i didn't want to hear nwa i didn't understand it i'm really i'm six 
I'm yeah, five. that's true. Why yeah. want to hear about that? You know what I'm saying? So you got me hooked, and then I can go back and do my research and figure out what they were talking about. But yeah, every generation needs this new, I don't know, uh, uh, what do you call it? New kids on the block, or you know, just a, a pop version of something to get you into the mix. You know what I'm saying? And so, but I, well, now, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of Jermaine Dupree in general. So yeah, oh, you know. he's so talented. Yeah. It's so so talented. Yeah, he's so dope. Um, so, so two questions. One, cause somebody in the chat, OP influencer said, I wore my clothes backwards to school. Did you, did you, you, you did it all? My parents wouldn't let me. I wanted to, my parents wouldn't let me. They, as soon as, as soon as I'm walking out, they say, uh-uh. You turn it all around. Me. Turn yeah. all that around. I didn't, yeah. I didn't buy them clothes for you to yeah. wear them, them clothes backwards like that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Shout out to um, them in the chat. That's hype. That's, that's hype. I never did it. I mean, I, I thought it, I had friends that did it, but I was like, man, I can't do that. That. Man, I wouldn't know what to do with my wallet. I usually keep it in that pocket, but that pocket's up front. I don't, I'm confused now. Um, so was it – you said that, you know, crisscross was was the move for you. Did you – how did you expand, right? Because I know, like, for me, um, when I got really into hip-hop, it was – there were certain groups that kind of made me – uh, fall in love with different styles of hip hop because that's what a lot of people don't understand too is they just yeah. think there's just rap music but it's so much more than that right like there's there's so many different genres of rap well there was um, but I know yeah, like for me is. I was big into kind of Afrocentric East Coast uh, maybe even I guess right. uh, they would even call it like the Back to Africa movement uh, rappers right the right. the uh, yeah. Yeah. the one percenters the uh, <laughs> King Sun yeah. and Poor Righteous Teachers and YZ and shit like mm-hmm. that but so that mm-hmm. path for me was very specific did it happen like that for yeah. you or were you just like give me all of it no that's uh, no because again I'm I'm only uh, conscious of what's coming out while I'm a child you know what I'm saying yeah. like um, everybody's uh, music appreciation starts at different times, some early, some late. What how I segued was from 91 and 92 on, my ears were completely open. So we're talking about the ending of New Jack Swing. We're talking about the introduction of Nas, Tupac. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied Busta Rhymes. I studied every everything early, every, every year. I can name you some albums that I digested. When when uh, D'Angelo dropped his Brown Sugar, I was like, "What is this?" And that was the predecessor to Neo Soul. Like my ears were open to everything, even rock. Like I was getting into late '90s, I was getting into Corn. You know nice. what I'm saying? Like okay. I listened to everything. There was nothing that I didn't, I wasn't in tune with because I was just excited to understand how different songs affected me and how it affected other people, and then the beats, the rhythms. So I was never a a, a loyalist to um, one specific style. I just love music. And then with my grandfather being from New Orleans, he was a music, he's, he's a, he was a music teacher. Oh, okay. I got to get a deep appreciation for jazz. So when I'm listening to, um, I don't know, I get around with a shock G doing the, uh-huh. he's playing piano. And I'm like, what, you know, that, that was a, a sound that's very uh, like De La Soul and, and Tribe. They had, they had a lot of jazz influence. Oh, so I had to go back and study it because it, it passed me. Yeah, I would say the the group that that really um, I mean a group that I'm a, I'm I'm a rapper. Uh, no, people that really just nailed it for me was um, I would say it was Outkast and I would say it was a uh, Timberland. Everything Timberland, everything. That's yeah. when it was kind of like an eye opener because that's when I started to want to be a producer, like make beats. When I heard his beats, it was the first time I started paying attention to like a beat that had its own character, like. Most beats, like in the early 90s, that we call it boom bap, it was like, it was yeah. cool. It, it, 
But then I, I started paying attention. I'm like, this beat sounds like its own thing. And I was like, I would love to learn how to make beats one day. And that's when the uh, seed of that came. But rapping. Uh-huh. And it also, I'm from the South. So everything Houston, Fat Pat, DJ Screw, I was listening to all of that. Yeah. So it wasn't nothing off the table. UGK, New Orleans, I was listening to Bounce with my cousins, uh, Cash Money, No Limit, East Coast, DMX. It was nothing I didn't listen to. I'm saying nothing. What I, what I think is funny is that, like, back in the day, I mentioned, you know, selling out and, you know, some of these crossover groups that back in the day were, were frowned yeah. upon. And I always tell this story when I get to talk hip hop with anybody because I, I laugh now because I used to, you know, I grew up and I, I was just I immersed myself in, in hip hop and loved it and lived and breathed yeah. it. I wanted to be a yeah. producer. I wanted to be a, a rapper until yeah. I got booed at Kokomo's and then I just stuck to making beats. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> but oh, that's I, dope, I, though. That's dope. What, what I think is crazy to me is that all of these groups and and people that were at the forefront of hip hop back in the day would were preaching about not selling out, and then later on you had guys like Redman and Method Man making Right Guard commercials, and it was like, what the fuck? And they're yeah, getting this money now, and it was like, oh, point. it's okay now. Okay, it's okay. That's funny. You that's real. That's real. Yeah, that's real. And uh, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I had a similar mindset when I started Fiverr. I was like, I'm selling my skills to make songs for other people. And I didn't really promote it anywhere because I was just like, I'll just be here. If you find me, you find me. If you don't. And I think differently now, but I was like, this is not my music, you know? But yeah. hip hop is a culture, but it's a, rap is a, it's a business. I had to go, uh, there was a crossroad I had when I was 18, either go to prom or go to this music seminar that 97.9 The Box had. I said, ain't no girls liking me. I'm going to go to this music tomorrow. Ain't nobody going to. You know what I'm saying? In love with her. And the, the first thing they told me, yeah, nobody was feeling me. Trust me. And then the first thing that they told me when I was in line, I was thinking of talking about LaFace or something. They said, it's 90% business. And I didn't even understand what they meant even then. And then it took me a minute. I was like, every rapper, everybody listening in the chat, when we always talk about who's your top five, you only name people that had an image. You don't name the people that's from the hood or from, they all had to, Biggie had an image. Nas has an image. We always talk about the same people. It's never, it's never an offshoot because they have to cross the threshold to get to our eyes. It's not just the, it's the audio and the visual. And I was like, it took me a while to learn. I said, wow, that's so true. So true. There's a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's why big, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's why I loved, um, I think that's why I kind of immersed myself in hip hop because you're right. It was all of the main, uh, the mainstays that you saw, but I would really get into artists that weren't the the you know in in the limelight and in the in the forefront Mm -hmm. and i think some of that had to do with the fact that i i i enjoyed the process of making music and and especially even before Mm -hmm. puffy ruined it all but i fell in love with (laughs) r&b and soul music and motown and and stacks and all all that shit because of hip-hop because i was like where are they getting Mm -hmm. this stuff from and then i learned about sampling and off I went. And so that's what I loved is that it's, it's so it's, everyone thinks that it's such a simple musical form and they, you know, we'll give rock all kinds of credit for all the genres, but there's so, there's so much complexity to this music. Uh, And it's, it, 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 there's a bunch of different directions that you could go. And like you said, there's a lot of people in the limelight that that's who most of us know, but there's some really, really talented people. And it's like that in anything. I'm a stand-up comic. There's, I know, I can tell you tons of yeah. stand-up comedians that don't get any love, that nobody knows about, that I'm telling you right now, they make me laugh yeah. more than Chris Rock just did in his last special. I'm like, it's not even close. That's the yeah. beautiful thing. That's, um, 
Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. That's true. No, that's true. The, the, there's some. Uh, there's so many underground circuits that you know they don't have documentaries that you wouldn't know about. You had to just be there, and that's what you. Yeah. What you're saying, like those people, the the best that have ever existed, have not probably crossed that threshold to be marketable. Like the story of Earl Manigault, you know, like he uh, didn't make it to NBA, but he, you know, Rucker Park. I mean, we know yeah. about him, but apparently he was supposed to be able to jump, touch the top of the thing, and that's kind <laughs> yeah. of what I'm saying. It's like the Earl Manigaults of hip hop. You'll just never there's know. A, there's so a dude you, from Houston. Yeah. What is this dude's name? It starts with a K. Uh, it, it, it's not Kibo, uh, <laughs> but he. Uh, <laughs> K-Reno? Yes! K-Reno. Dude, yeah, I had K-Reno. never heard of this cat. Now, yeah. I, I born and raised in Houston, yeah. loved hip-hop. I mean, I was a Ghetto Boys fan. Yeah. I loved Ghetto Boys growing up. I, uh, OG yeah. Style. A lot of people don't even know about OG Style. Love me some OG Style. And, um, you know, yeah. I, I loved the, the... But I had never and, and never heard of that dude until one day I was talking about hip-hop yeah. on the radio and somebody said, you should check out K-Reno. And I was like, oh, my God. And that's a great example of somebody who... Yeah. Influenced all of the Houston hip hop scene and yeah. never got his flowers. He's a legend. Yeah, he's an icon. Absolutely. I worked at Soundwaves Music uh, about twelve years ago, and uh, I was seeing all these albums. I said, "K Reno, who's K Reno? K Reno, K Reno." And he was just making so much music. I got to check him out, and I have people that are friends with him. And I was just like, "This dude would would probably never get the accolades that he deserves, as well as Devin the Dude too." I think yeah. Devin the Dude is yep. was one of my favorites. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some of the greatest, they just, they won't get those flowers. But if you acknowledge it and recognize it, I mean, you, yeah, I don't know. It's just a cool, interesting kind, of, you know, idea of what you're talking about. I love that. I, yeah. I brought it up because I, I wanted to get into that a little bit because you you even mentioned the the, the yeah. Fiverr aspect of it, right? When you started on it, you were yeah. kind of questioning yourself, and I, I found that to be interesting because that was one of the things I was curious about because. Uh, it, in, in the hip hop world, in in the rap game, you yeah. know, it's about the stardom and 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 you know being true right. to the art form and this and that. And I was curious when you decided to do this, were you worried about what maybe other people thought? Were you worried about what your peers thought? Were you worried about what other artists thought about them not taking you seriously? Uh, because I mean, you know, I, I could I could see where the pressure for uh, to to conform. Or to to kind of take yeah. the same path that everybody else is going, and, and especially as a yeah. comic, bro, I can tell you right now, I I am ten years into being a stand up comic. I still don't have an album. I still don't have a special. And part of that was because I was trying to conform to the norms of the business, which is you don't record an album right. that early in, you don't release a special that early in, and so I didn't. And now I look back and I'm like, yeah. I wish I would have said fuck all them people. I don't care what they think. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, was, I was curious how how did that work That's, for you? Was that something where you were like, I don't want to tell people, I don't want to, you know, I, 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 they may not well, take me serious. How did that go? How did you how did you deal with that? I mean, all of that. I, I mean, uh, in retrospect, I have more clarity to answer that question, but it was a big concern because I was still putting out music. And um, to be honest with you, looking at the um, videos and music I was dropping, leading up to finding out about Fiverr, I was pretty much in obscurity. You know, I'm, I would be I was 31 at the time. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm not really getting far with this. And I, I, I still want to do this, but I'm just not crossing that threshold. So I'm going to do Fiverr to pay these bills because I don't even want to work with this job that I'm at. And if it's paying, then, you know, and then as time went on, I started to see it, it's the equivalence is there was a open mic. There was a performance opening in Houston that I, you, in order for you to get on the slot, and it was every Sunday, you had to be at this spot at like nine in the morning 
and you had to, as soon as they open the door, you have to bogart your way. And I'm thinking, and somebody told me, if you got to fight your way in a crowded space, go where nobody else is. And I'm on Fiverr, and I felt like the, a lonely nothing. And that's why I shined on there, because there wasn't that many rappers. So I'm like, what's the shame in it? I'm able to pay bills, and I'm able to do my thing, and I don't have to sacrifice my morality. I don't have to do something that I want to do. So I'm like, what's the shame in it? And now all these rappers and artists are doing cameo. So I'm like, the they, they're doing the same thing I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? They, you feel me? So I'm just like, what's the shame in it? You feel me? Did, so, you, did you get a lot of yeah, shit? No did, did people fuck with you a little bit when you first nobody, started? No. Nobody. Nobody messed with you. Nobody talked shit. Huh? Nobody was checking for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was doing my thing, but nobody even knew who I was. It wasn't gotcha. until I was on Fiverr. That's when they found out about me. So I'm like, all these ideas of like, oh, it's not hip hop. It's all in my head. It's voices from stuff that I'm thinking that, that they don't even exist. Yeah. And that, we can be our own worst you... enemy, can't we? Jeez. Uh, what, what, yeah. How do your peers and react exactly now? You know what I mean? Like, how do they, when, when they find out? Because I'm, I'm sure you still run in those circles and you still cross paths because you still do a lot of music outside of Fiverr. So um, yeah, yeah, sure. how do they react when, when they find out or when you tell them or when it comes up? Or does it come up? Well, I, I usually don't. I, I never bring it up. But when they, they found me on, on work that I've done. I've done songs on Netflix shows and um, a bunch of YouTubers. And they, they tell me and they say, this is crazy, man. This is, congrats. They, they're kind of tripping out. But I know that um, I'm just grateful that it is working because I know so many dope rappers, so many dope, amazing people. But it's I don't even think it's about the talent. I think it's about. Uh, an over obsession with something because I think every artist including yourself is like water and focus is like a container once you can focus on something for long enough you can contain it and use that power but we kind of like drift from one idea to the next we you know what I'm saying that's kind of how it is as an artist you feel me so if you can yeah. contain it and focus and stick to it for a minute you know something's gonna work but art is a, a gift that we have no understanding how it happens so you know if you got it either you Focus, or you can just kind of do your thing, and and you know, I, I was able to focus on one thing. Grateful for the platform, because otherwise, I'd still probably be drifting. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, you know, not knowing what you want to yeah. do yet and trying. And uh, somebody in the chat, yeah. CC, wanted to yeah. know. She said, "What does the egg crates do?" Uh, but it looks like somebody answered. Yeah, it's just it dampens echo in the room. It knocks down. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it knocks down the echo. Yeah. So when he's recording, it's not doesn't sound like he's in a in mm -hmm. a hollow area. The egg crates. Yeah, it's uh, it's foam. And we yeah. yeah, I actually have I had to put them in here too, just so that you can see this little. Well, you can't see it, it's off screen, but yeah, any room you're in, it, it, yeah. it ain't carpet and all drapes and shit. Um, exactly. Yeah, since they say got to keep the reverb down, there there you go. That's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. What? Yeah. Looking back, do you? And you're a young cat still. Do you think I wish I would have tried something else first? In, in the game, like, do you, do you know, did you, was there anything that you didn't do that either because of fear or not knowing or, um, you know, in my case, laziness, was there, was there, was there something that you wished, you know what, like for me, the album or the, you know, the special, right? I wish oh, I had yeah. done this three years ago. Is there something that uh, yeah. now I know you're happy, but is there something that you were like, shit, had I known then what I know now, I would have done this? Um, I think just, uh, just release more music, uh, like upload more music because I was very late to learning about streaming and all that. Like I just didn't have enough catalog. And it wasn't yeah. until somebody hired me and said, hey, you should put this little uh, 
goofy song we made you made for me on uh streaming and i said i ain't never did that i was like i'm just coming off the heels of like mp3 soundcloud and they like do it just figure it out and then that ended up making me money and i was like feel so silly i should have already been on top of this you know what I'm <laughs> yeah so it's just kind of like keeping up with the digital you know realm of like distributing your things but i don't know i really can't say i have any regrets because things change so much so for me yeah. to take fiverr on now is like now i'm able to tell other people whatever talents you got you know and you love it find a way to mon- like check out fiverr it's dope you know what i'm saying like it's just hard to, to try to monetize your art or your gift and I was fortunate. Very hard. I, I have nothing to. Ha- yeah, it's extreme. I've been doing it so long, and it's so frustrating, man. Because it's just like, I don't know how this works. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, how did you get the idea? Like, what? How did you get the idea to go on Fiverr? And for those of you that don't know what Fiverr is, I guess I should stop for a second and explain it. Fiverr is a way for you to kind of outsource things, specific skill sets that maybe you're not good at. For example. Uh, I have been consuming a lot of my time with shows making flyers for my different shows. You know, you know this. You got to have a, a show flyer, and uh, and for me being an uh, ADHD and artist and all that shit, I get consumed with one thing, and I I it I wasted an entire Friday making one flyer for one show, and that's when I realized as a businessman, I was like, this is stupid. You know how much shit I could have got done in those ten to twelve hours that I did one flyer, and it's the perfectionist in me that won't let me move on and. Yeah, I'm going through therapy for all that. But anyways, <laughs> what Fiverr allows you to do is say, man, screw this. I'm just going to let, I'm going to pay somebody to make the flyer for me. So you go there and you say, I need a show flyer and they have their prices. And it used to be everything was five bucks, but that's kind of like going to the dollar store now. Ain't shit a dollar right. at the dollar store. Ain't shit five <laughs> bucks on Fiverr. All right. Don't. And, and if it is, you don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. But, so yeah, know. it's basically just outsourcing skill sets. If I had to sum it up in yeah. in in one one sentence, that's what Fiverr is. You can go and outsource a specific skill that you're not good at or don't have time to do. And and in your case, that is, um, I'm looking at your page now, and it says, uh, "I'm Kibo, and I I live and breathe music. I've been writing and producing for ten years. Uh, I'm a recording and performing artist who also shoots and edits videos. So you offer." these the following so it's got uh it says i will record an eight bar rap verse or hook i'll make a rap song to promote your business i'll ghostwrite eight bars uh and i won't ask you who you've ghostwritten for because i know that's not okay uh i'll make a rap for youtube channel or for your youtube channel or podcast i'll write a custom birthday rap and i'll write a rap song for you or a loved one so it's really like a mix right like you have this catalog of things that you'll do for people how where did all this start how did you come up with this it's genius. And and I, I see why you have almost 5,300 reviews, a little over 5,300 now. You have 5,300 reviews. Yeah. That's a lot of work, bro. That's a lot of work. It's, it's a ton. It's a ton. Um, and I'm grateful for every, every one of them. Um, it's a, uh, I've been, so I've, I've been writing since uh, the, I need to update that. I've been writing for over 20 years. Damn. Since the year 2000. That was the first time. I recorded something with my cousin off a karaoke machine, hooked it up to the computer, and we made a mixtape. And I was like, oh, it's, it's going down. Um, <laughs> but I would say I would say uh, it started because I was already doing all of that already. I was challenging myself to make a song a day. This is before I was even on Fiverr. And then I was working at a job, of one of many. Of, I've worked like 30 jobs, bro. It's crazy. And uh, I got let go. 
And I was already kind of like on Fiverr because I got artwork for a mixtape years ago. I said, let me just try this out until I get another job. But I kind of went all out. I said, let me just make a video. Let me say I'll rap for it. Like I'll do everything to exhaust the possibility. And stuff started to pick up. YouTubers found out about me and it was a, wow. it was a, a booming market in 2017 where YouTubers would hire you and then use that content to like react to it. And I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. So and then all these people find out, oh, you can get that on there. And then all of a sudden it floods it, it floods it. And here, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of, I would say that would be the, the tipping point. It's so funny because you just said I happened to be at the right place at the right time. And that yeah. was 2017? Yeah. You said? Correct. So that was what? Yeah. Six years ago or, or coming up on six years. I don't know when exactly it happened in that year, but five to six years ago. Yeah. But you yourself just said yeah. you've been doing this for 20 years. So it's one of those yeah, things where you, you, you had to be, because you and I both know if your skills weren't yeah. at the level necessary for those folks to feel comfortable with you and hire you and pay yeah. you money to do it, then that wasn't going to yeah. happen in the first place. So it, it's always like I tell people like with Kevin Hart, cause he seems to have come out of nowhere, but it was like, it took Kevin Hart 20 years to become an overnight sensation. That's the same thing, right? Like you, you was grinding the same thing. on that love of hip hop for 15 years before you got that yeah. opportunity. And that opportunity was yeah. just you trying everything. Let me see what hits, right? Yeah, yeah. trying everything. And, I, and every or every person that works with me, there's a, a sense of like, can you every time? And it's not that, that I can't have an ego say, have you seen my review? Do you know who I am? I can't yeah. have that. I got to treat it as a challenge. Like I'm gonna prove to you, I can pull this off, you know, because when, when we're, one of the things that makes you a better, anything is competition. And, uh, a lot, a lot of what made me better years ago was, um, being on the, on the, uh, cypher freestyle cyphers. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's, it's brutal. Cause if you can't rap, if you can't, if you have a verse that, that somebody just rap over you or they say, boo. And, that, and that's, it's beyond, it's, it's before likes and hitting fire emojis. It was, it's just nothing nobody's going to do that. It's not, it's not going to be a pat on the back. You got to either be good or you, or you suck and get out of here. And that's what I'm very fortunate to have that opportunity because it made me like an animal when it's time to turn that on. But, and I like when people doubt me because I'm, I'm very comfortable in that space. I'm, I'm very okay with people saying, look at this dude. He's a rapper. Like, I, I love it. Cause I'm like, yes, I'm a rapper. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know what's go. cool though? I, I like Kibo is, is I think it's different now. I think yeah. that the way, like, uh, I'll, I'll be, and this might this might come across as rude, but it's not. It's meant the opposite way. But if you were doing this in '92, yeah, everybody would hate you. You know what I mean? You'd be you'd be laughed out of hip hop. You would be like they, you know, you'd be called a sellout. You'd be called you, yeah. you'd, be, you'd be made fun of for doing this. Um, yep. but this has evolved. So, and I think just people, you know what I mean? Like kids have evolved, uh, 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 in general, I think that the whole scene and, and there's just so much more acceptance, bro. There was two white rappers when I graduated high school <laughs> in 92, you know what I mean? Like that was just not a thing. Yeah. I know I, as a, yeah. as a white dude that was trying to rap they they were not having yeah. it back then. It was the beastie boys. They were kind of hip hop, but it was, it was right. rock also. And nobody right. knew because there was no internet, so nobody knew that Rick Rubin was white. They just assumed he was black because right. the beats were good. <laughs> and then you had uh, third base and, and uh, Vanilla Ice, and that was that yep, was really base. it. I mean, you had 
House of Pain was later, but I'm saying like in that 86. Yeah, but 93. at one point, I remember, I think it was Public Enemy came out with a group called the Young Black Teenagers, and it was all white uh-huh. dudes. And that I didn't oh. fucking get that. I didn't. That was that really <laughs> that confused the shit out of me. I was like, how is this, how is this working, and why is Public Enemy supporting this tomfoolery? Yeah. This is nonsense. Right. But well, it was a predecessor to uh, your boy on um, with uh, Nielsen, uh, Flavor Flavin, and what's the name? Flavor Flavin. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, dude. That was just like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and so, but you know. I think back then it, it would have been different, but I see there's so much acceptance now. Like, you know, rappers yeah. back then didn't talk about their feelings. They didn't talk about, right. you know, and, and mumble rap gets a lot of, of grief, but there's also rap now that talks about depression and yeah. all that shit. And it's like, it's, it's, it's become a little more acceptable, right? There's nobody gives yeah. a shit what you look like anymore. You're good. I mean, that's, that's what yeah. I think people care about now. And that's, what's awesome about the growth that has, that the, that the music uh, industry and, and hip hop specifically has kind of experienced is it allows guys like you to be able to do what you do and be respected at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very grateful. And I'm, uh, one thing I have to say is even, even my age, um, I know a lot of my peers will be only really appreciating, I guess, 90s and 2000s music, but I, I can't w- operate in that space because I'm working with pe- kids that are like 14. I have to know who Lil Uzi Vert is and I have to understand yeah. why it works. I don't have to cop out and be like, I'm gonna just do it because the kid like, no, I have to listen and I'll be like, oh, okay, I, I see the lineage as to why The Rock is influenced. You know what I'm saying? I see when it happened, when Wayne did Rebirth and I mm. see Wayne was listening to this. Like, you, it's all a treat. So yeah. as much as we think, you know, hip hop, where did it, how did it get like this? All you gotta do is go back 10 years and you see when the kids got influenced, go back 10 years, you can see where that got influenced and you become a historian with everything. So no, hip hop is great right now. It's very experimental and I love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I can't, and I can't be stuck in a style and not appreciate what's new. And, and cause you, then you miss out on moments. You know, when you talk about to an older person and you're like, do you remember New Jack Swing era? They say, oh, I loved it. I remember I was in college. I did. And then I say, do you remember uh, XX Tentacion era in 2017? They say, yeah, I remember it. But so I'm saying you miss moments when you only lock into a certain era. And mm-hmm. I have to be cognizant of what's happening. And then you can connect it to moments. But I understand that people are busy. When you're growing, you got other things to worry about. But this is all I do. So I'm, I'm understanding that time evolves and I have to evolve with it. Yeah, no, that's, that's really smart yeah. because I would have never thought of that. But I could see where you don't get to pick your... Um, you don't get to pick your clients, right? I mean, I guess you could turn people down, but then you're turning down money. So when people reach out, if they're 14 or 44, you got to have all that knowledge in between as to what they're looking for and, and what they're expecting. Correct. Cause that's a big, that's a, that's a pretty wide berth of, of, of clientele. What's the youngest person you've had, had, had to write for? Like 10, nine or 10. It was a Damn. <clears throat> yeah. Let me tell you something. Even... If somebody came and was like, Hey, write a joke for a 10 year old. I'd be like, knock, knock motherfucker. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. This is bullshit. I can't write no joke for a 10 year old. Like yeah, what? I, yeah. I, was, I know it's a, it's a, it's a stretch, but yeah. I, I usually ask what, who you listening to. And then they'll tell me a name. I'll say, I don't know who that is. And I go listen to it. <laughs> like, and I pick up, I, I pick up on like little five Windex. seconds. Of it and say, who the oh. fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I pick up on it. I listen to five seconds. I said, Oh, I get it. I get the flow they're doing. You know, it's yeah. this young thug esque. And then that young thug got it from Wayne. And I yeah. mean, the thing is, I, I have to be true. So if there's something too out there, 
that I'm just like, yeah, that's not really for me. But if it's if I can understand it, if it makes sense to me, because I'm I ain't nothing but a conduit from ideas, and then the people speak through me, and then I filter it out. That's all I am. You know what I'm saying? So I have it has to be true. I'm never gonna be like, yeah, yeah, I I, I can't do it. Yeah. Certain things I just can't do, but so a lot of things I'm I'm capable of. So yeah, man, I can write for. I can't say I can write for anybody, but if it makes sense, I, I pull it off. Do but that's ever, how you know when I write is real, you know. Do you ever worry about uh, what if I can't come up with some shit? Like, what if I can't? Never. Like somebody Never. reaches out and asks me for something. Uh, what? What if I? You know how? how? Because I, I I think about that. I'm like, man, what if? Yeah. What if I don't write no more funny shit? Like, what if I can't come up with jokes on anything anymore? It's like, I, I couldn't yeah. imagine somebody just coming up to me and going, here's the topic, write, write five minutes of material on that. I'd be like, damn, could I yeah. do that? <laughs> nah, you know, I like, mean, that's shit. A big respect, a big respect for comedy because it's, 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 it's something that's outside of my realm. I just think it's so amazing. But with rapping and, and writing, no, I never do because – once money was put in my hand for making songs, it was a whole different like mindset. It's like, no, nah, I'm gonna get this check. I'm gonna figure it out. Cause you know, cause it's like, it's it's like when your boss says, I need this done by a certain time. Uh-huh. And then when you're a freelancer, you can't say, you can't message, well, I've been feeling sick. They say, oh, I'll just go to somebody else. They say, yeah. I'm gonna cough my way through this and I'm gonna figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've actually, I've actually rapped while I'm half asleep one time cause I was sleep deprived and I, I delivered it, but I, I listened out, it didn't sound like it. And it got more complete. And maybe I shouldn't say this, but it was good work. But I was yeah. I was half dead. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose sleep. I'm going to figure this out. I want this so bad because all the 20 jobs I've had, I don't want to go back to it. So that's the fire. You know what I'm saying? That's so I don't crazy, even care man. about somebody's opinions about like, oh, yeah. he's not real. I, don't, I couldn't care less. Like, I want to make sure my family's good and I'm good. And I'm using the 20 years of me being lost as fire. And I'm gonna put it out. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's amazing. That's pretty man. much working. I, I respect that so much because I can tell you that I wasted the first five years of my comedy career worrying about what everybody yeah. else thought. Just absolutely yeah. the truth. Worrying about what you, this bro. comic thought or that person or whatever. And man, I look back, I'm like, shit, if yeah. I would have just put my head down and just not gave a shit and just did me, man. So yeah. good for you, man. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you found that early. Uh, Jared Taylor had a question from the chat. He said, how many little babies are there? <laughs> oh, There's... man, as many as there are MCs. There's a lot of MCs back in the day. You feel me? So we can get on the littles, but MC, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. MC Ren, MC Light, MC, MC this, Surge, MC, MC yeah. Uh... Yeah, MC Surge. Not knocking them. I love them all, but, like, once something clicks, they're like, I'm gonna be MC. I'm gonna do that. And it's yeah. no different than the uh doo-wop singers. I found out that they all wanted to be birds, like the the uh because I looked up, yeah, like uh, uh doo-wop singers from the 50s. Yeah, they were all bird bands, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, really? they wanted to be like singing. Yeah, I was reading a Marvin Gaye uh book, and he pretty much was saying like all the groups from like the 40s and 50s, they all had bird names. I said, wow. Was it was it because so of the things, correlation between birds and their ability to sing? Like, oh, was it? Correct. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like interesting. So we, we can get on littles. This next is gonna be uh AI, AI five. It's gonna be something else. It's always gonna be something. You know what I'm <laughs> it's gonna be I'm something. Telling, I do a bit on stage about it where I say basically I don't have a problem with today's rap music, it's the names. I, I can't yeah. fuck with these names. <laughs> and I talk about Lil Windex, but like I, I ain't gonna yeah. lie that you mentioned triple X X I don't even know how to fucking say it. Extension yeah. or what yeah. I don't know. Bro, it's like Elon yeah. Musk baby. I, I you might as well just put some different <laughs> symbols. 
I don't know these fucking names. I don't. And it's yeah. not even the rap music, right? It's not the mumble rap. I appreciate some of this shit. Right. I, I I enjoy some of it. It's the the names are just fucking weird, weird. Yeah, and I'm yeah, old they, too. They, I mean, yeah, I'm but they want to stand out. Yeah, yeah, they want to stand out. They want to stand out bad, and that's why some of the names are so outrageous. Some of them are very copycat, but some of them are outrageous for a reason. What, and I only uh, say that because I was the same way. What was your What was your name? Was it always Kibo? No, I had horrible names. Horrible. I'll Super give you my rap name. What's, what's your worst one? Oh, uh, Di- come on, Dino Mike. Because my name is Mike. Dino Mike. Would you be like Dino Mike? <laughs> like, would you <laughs> drop that in the? <laughs> Heck no! Hell no! <laughs> you can curse. Dino Mike. Yeah. Dino Mike. I'd be like your signature, no. right? Like Lil Wayne. Okay, we get it. You're lighting a joint. You ain't got to do that in every song. Okay. Oh yeah. Like, you can just be like, yeah. You just. Nah, that because once I start, you know it's about to be bad. If I start, <laughs> let's go. You, I, you don't even the bar is already real low for that. Well, so, I mean, I you know, it. if you made it cool, I guess, right? Like, um, if your metro don't touch you, I'ma shoot you. Then, then you just, you know, you that be your that be your, <laughs> yours will be dynamite. Maybe maybe do it at the end. <laughs> yeah, like another dynamite. But when you start telling girls, I don't know. When you start telling girls, they're like, "What's your rap name?" Then you start getting, you start, uh, I don't, I don't yeah, want to uh, like, <laughs> I just go by Mike, bitch. Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> what was yours? What was yours? Uh, mine, was so, <sighs> the mine was, uh, I don't know why I thought this was so cool, right? Like back in the day, uh, boom, boom. I don't know. I see why they booed me at Kokomo's. It was it, it was such an awful name, like, and then to try to fit that into a song, you know how hard it is to rhyme shit with boom boom and who the fuck boom, like, boom. yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> it was the stupidest shit ever. But I didn't know, like, I didn't have a nickname. Everybody called me Search, yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. do that because that are that dude already existed. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 I had boom, that stupid boom, ass boom, name. I've heard worse. I've heard really? worse. Boom boom ain't that bad. Yeah, I've heard worse. Mm, Not much okay. worse. But. What's uh what's one of the weirdest requests you've had? Because I mean, dude, out of five thousand, and that's just the reviews, and not everybody gives you a review. So how many? Okay, well, let's no. start with there. How many? Um, how many? I don't want to say customers. How many transactions? How about that? Yeah, how many gigs? Six, how many transactions 6, have you had on Fiverr? Over six thousand. Because I just looked it up the other day. Over six thousand. Yeah. Since twenty, so I started in the mid to twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. And it was spotty in 2016. So from 2017, consistently, it was 6,000, which is, I feel like it's a lot. Because I was already, I'm always doing music on the side. So I don't even know how many songs and stuff I've made. It's kind of, who knows. But yeah, I, I've, have, I have, I've had some weird requests that stand out in my head. That which is, what's the weirdest? Ever. The weirdest one, and I don't think it's going to be topped. And I think it was around the time, um, it was during a election period. And I don't know who they said, hey, can you put on a dress, a black dress and rap about how our leader over in Russia is the greatest for ten dollars? What? I say, what? <laughs> I don't even know if oh. no is the, a, a way to even express how insane that request is. But ten dollars, bro. <laughs> you want me to do all that? for? T- <laughs> Look, I'll do it. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it <laughs> no. but for ten dollars. Come on, fam. That's not. That's not nearly enough. Just... And he's probably gonna try to play pay you in rubles too. And that ain't nearly enough. Ten yeah. rubles ain't gonna get it either. <laughs> you see how I said? But ten dollars, like, nah. None of that would ever happen. Every last thing was a no. But I'm like, 
if you're gonna ask such an outrageous request, give me an outrageous figure. Give me ten million dollars. But I still would say no, but at least respect <laughs> no. you know what I'm saying. Come on now, you ain't turning that down. Like what what is do you have a do you have a uh like a hey, I won't do this. I mean, I get we're not wearing a dress if oh, that's yeah. not, you know, yeah. you're like, but but if they threw the money at you, what's your what's your what's your ridiculousness to money ratio? Like where does that where does that fall? What what would you have what would have taken for you to put that dress on and rap about nothing, how great absolutely nothing. Really? Nothing. 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 Because I because I have because I have a son and that'll exist on the internet forever. You feel <laughs> me? So What's money? What's money got to do with it? Like I'm gonna, gonna be throw, a fossil, they, and my great grandchildren be like, "That's your great great ancestor man. dancing around for money." You know what I'm saying? Let like, me tell you something. That exists forever. <laughs> Ten grand, I'm selling all the way out. Give me the dress. <laughs> bring me. Come on, man. Put the dress on. I'll wear the dress. I'll I'll take my nuts down. I'll I'll hang them out. I don't give a sh- bro. I show Teddy on this show for. <laughs> a, a level five hype train. I do two shots of Jameson and my titties come out, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> you kidding me? You live, you you would leave oh, ten grand man. on the table. What kind of father are you? <laughs> 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 what kind of example are you setting for your son? You just no oh, money ain't good. Damn your dignity, oh, bro. Dignity so don't pay the light bill. No, dignity <laughs> don't pay the light bill. That's right. <laughs> dignity don't pay the light bill. But it's so uh, funny. Yeah, there's, I'm, there's a duality to me. I find it funny. I find it all humorous, but yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I just have a threshold because <laughs> I just, re- you know, I, I started to realize um, uh, kids were, or it, was a, it was a period in 2017, kids, uh, people wanted me to make diss tracks for fun. And some of them got real ugly. And one thing I don't do on, on the songs is uh, curse or say anything violent mm-hmm. um, because it doesn't do nothing. Like, we can't have somebody get you know, we can't lose people in the hip hop game and be like, oh, we got to stop the violence. And then all of a sudden I'm saying, you want me to rap about guns? All right, let's go. Like, it's stupid. Yeah. I'm still a part of hip hop. You know, even if it's a minutia, a small percentage, I got to be careful what I put out there. But yeah, I won't talk about that because it doesn't do nothing. And all these disses were getting crazy. One time somebody hired me to make a diss about somebody and that other person said, can you make a diss about them? And I was like, I'm dissing myself. Y'all talk, <laughs> get on the phone. Y'all talk. I- yeah, get on the phone because I'm dissing myself at this point. That's like that's enough. <laughs> that is hilarious. I rap myself. Yeah, so I thought they, that was a crazy thing. Did they both know that you they had hired that the other person that yes. hired you? Like, I mean, yes, I, I was like, really. That's yeah, I was hilarious. like, I guess he said, "Who who would you hire? This guy, he killed you, right?" I was, he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna get him. He gonna kill you." I said. <laughs> I should have just made a song and said, y'all need to talk. This is getting ridiculous. I should have just made it like a intervention song because it was kind of outrageous. You know what I'm saying? An intervention song would have been so great. Oh, dude. Like, what? That's hilarious. Yeah. So so I bet yeah. you get some weird shit, though. I bet you get some really weird requests, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. A lot How of do you handle that? Too. Like, do you, uh, I mean, obviously putting on the dress and all that shit, but like, have you ever, has there ever been anything that you just, uh, besides the, I mean, I know you said you didn't want to, <laughs> you don't rap about violence or curse or anything like that, but is there, yeah. is there other subjects that are maybe taboo or off limits, whether it be like race or politics or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I don't touch politics. Um, I learned the hard way around the election in 2016. I just did it. Uh, it wasn't even on one side of the popular parties. It just was some random one offshoot. And it got flipped and turned into something bad. And they posted it. And I was like, what am I a part of, man? So I was like, let me not touch that. Religion, I don't really touch on because 
I really feel everybody has their own opinion. Why mm. are you fighting about their opinion? Like you got your own opinion. Right. I don't like touching on it because it's just it's kind of like an endless fight and it will never end. I'm like I don't want to be a part of that. Um, I just I mean I'm pretty open and if it makes sense I'll do it. But it's just stuff that people are already complaining about. Why well, I'm gonna throw my hat in there? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I don't want to be a part of that. I feel yeah. that. I'm, now I'm looking at the oh, fiber. And another thing. Oh, and another thing I don't really like doing is when there's a, uh, like, a, unfortunately, an innocent killing of, let's say, a minority, a black person. Mm-hmm. And someone says, yo, I want to make a song about how they're killing black folks. Can you rap it for me? And I said, absolutely not. I'm not going to be like a pawn in this idea, like, to make your song. Like, I really, really hate that. And I, I understand that people want to make songs for, for the betterment, but, like, don't use me to push something so you can get streams. And it's just ugly. Like, just don't don't use me for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. I don't I didn't like how it was happening in 2020 and and this is no disrespect to anybody I work with, but this is something that I've I've come to realize that I never want to be a part of. I don't like to be because I still feel like it's a it's bigging you up. Like look at my song, I'm so positive. I use this black guy to push this out, and I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you put the song out. You can be whatever race you want and talk about whatever you want, but just don't hire me to be the face of something. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. I, I I respect that because you've got to have yeah. kind of those those lines that you won't cross, even though yeah. it's a request, you know, in a, in a way you're yeah. still complicit if you do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I also have opinions on stuff that, you know, I want to say. And if I'm over here selling myself out for all these things that just, I don't know, it, it kind of conflicts yeah. with me internally. And that's when I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Was it a white yeah. person? Was it did, did a white person be like, "Hey, we want you"? It, it, sometimes I don't even know. Sometimes oh, I don't really? even know. Yeah, because I can see I that where you get some some dumbass who's like, "You know what? I, I want to." Uh, they got this black guy on Fiverr. I'll get him to write a rap about how yeah. uh, you know, this this particular incident was the was the black man's fault. And then if he's rapping it, they'll believe it. And it's like, "Whoa, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. fucking doing that." And that's yeah, that can yeah. be problematic. I've never on, done that on side, side yeah. right? Super militant black yeah. people. That that's not good for business. I would imagine, <laughs> you know, like yeah, all the politics can't be good for it. No, because because the, the thing about it is, is in communication, the biggest thing that we connect each other is through empathy. So if we're all saying you suck, no, you suck, no, you suck, we get nowhere. And I only want to be a part of making music that exists forever in that way. Sorry to get all deep, but that's no, 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 dude, trust me, of, yeah. We, listen, this this we get super deep on this show. Sometimes I don't I don't mind doing that yeah. at all. I, it's all part sure. of it, right? We we run the gamut. We crazy sure. shit, deep shit, all of it. Uh, so For so sure. what I what I respect though, man, is like doing what you do. It's got to be really difficult to keep people happy. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> and your reviews on here are just amazing. Like you've got, like I said, fifty three hundred reviews. You've said you've done over six thousand which means only yeah. about 700 people chose not to leave a review, but right. 5,284 five-star reviews on Fiverr. That is crazy, yeah, that's crazy, bro. That is insane. Yeah. When you say that, that is crazy. Um, it's a lot of it was, uh, shooting stuff on the wall to see if it worked at first. Cause yeah. they'll tell me an idea and I'm like, Oh, I can add strings and I can do this. And they say, eh, I kind of want up-tempo rap. And I was like, Oh, I already, I already do that. So then I started to like, figure out and in general i started to figure out the mythology of what most people want out of a rap song and then i started to figure out oh they want up tempo they want high energy they don't want all this experimental mess i was doing which i love and i still do but i started to figure out like i kind of know like if i do it like this based on what they told me they they, they're probably gonna rock with it and 
I started to figure that out. Just ask a few questions and I can hone in on it. But yeah, the, the, the stuff that I like personally doesn't always align with the general consistency because I'm an artist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> I, the stuff I listen to is hardly even hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And that's really? okay. But yeah. it all bleeds back into the music that I make, you know so. I, I yeah. feel that. I mean, there's, they, I have I have jokes that are my favorite joke to. that people don't think are funny, and I'm like, yo, this I love hey, this joke. I don't exactly. give a shit what y'all think. Yeah, it's same. Um, exactly. What is um? Do you do you still just put out music for yourself that it's not related yes. to Fiverr? You have your own. So what, where, where can people find that? Where can they find your music? Oh, on streaming platforms, YouTube. Just type in Kibo, and you'll see you'll see works that I've done with other people, and you'll see mine. Uh, I have my own thing. And as an artist, it's necessary to put that out because if you don't find, if you don't have your own outlet, even Seth Rogen, uh, not Seth Rogen, Seth MacFarlane puts out uh, uh, jazz albums and stuff like that, I found out. He just puts them out. He said, I don't get that many plays. He does yeah. Family Guy, he does all these things, but he still yeah. puts out these mu- this music for himself. I was like, that makes sense because when, you, when you're freelancing yourself, it's kind of like it's, it's funneling these ideas, but then you have these ideas that you know you want to try and you don't even care if nobody listens. You've got to get it out your system. And that's the part of the reason why I have to keep making music. Yeah, you know, I, I don't care if I don't blow up. Like I'm kind of already over that. You know, like I'm able to take care of my family. That's already a win for me. So, the music that I put out is j- just because I got to get it out of my system. All right, last question: How much competition is there, and are you friendly with anybody else that does what you do on Fiverr? Yeah, so I I haven't even checked how many there's there's rap there's rappers that have come and gone all the time on there, and I know that it's. it's it's not for the week. It's really, it's, it's taxing. And it's, I work Sunday to Sunday. So I usually don't even check for competition because I'm not trying to be anybody else. I'm just being myself. Yeah. Um, there's probably a lot of people that are thriving and I actually want a lot of people to win. But I don't ever see any competition because I know what I'm doing is what I do. And I, I like to see everybody win. What, ain't, ain't no competition for me. I'm going to do love me. That. I love it. What you're trying to do is do me and you can't do that. You I love it. I love it. That is, yeah. that is, I mean, that's, yeah, I, I feel that. Trust me on, on a lot of levels. I feel that. Cause a lot of people come and go doing this. You know what I mean? Like I've seen so many shows on Twitch right. and trying to do sports talk and, and it's tough, man. It's, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're doing something that not everybody's doing or it, and, and it, you know, it's, it, it it's difficult, but, you know, that's why I just keep telling myself, I'm just like, persevere, just keep going. Shit. That's what I tell people yep. all the time. It's the long run. That's it. It is it, everything that like this is a marathon, not a sprint. You have got to make sure that you're in it for the long haul. Cause I see so many people yeah. start a podcast or a show or a Twitch. And then within three months they've quit because they're not famous. I'm like, bro, it don't work like that. It, it don't, don't work, work like, like that. that. You got years you got to no. put in. So well, um, dude, this was this was outstanding. I'm I'm so glad you agreed to do this. This was fascinating for me. It was a lot of fun, um, and uh, I, I wish you nothing but the best, best man. How can they? I, I've got your IG on the screen, but how else can they find you? Or if they need something, um, I mean, I, I posted your link in the chat for Fiverr. <clears throat> I'm gonna do it one more yep, time so you guys go there, bookmark it, and if you need something from yep. him, do it. But uh, how can they find you? Yeah. Uh, hit me up on uh, IG. I mean, the primary place I'm the most active where I just do my things is IG, Instagram. Uh, Fiverr is where we can definitely connect and do something. If y'all interested, I'm always hyped to meet new people and work with people. It's fun. I love it. And those are the primary places. And if anything outside of that, just hit me up on IG. Ask me a question. I'm always down. Very, 
on deck. You the man, brother. Brother, I appreciate brother. you, man. Thank you for so much for doing this. Uh, everything I hoped it would be, man. A lot of fun, uh, interesting. And, yeah. uh, man, I wish you nothing but continued success. Likewise, brother. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. All right, that is Kibo. You guys go follow, go support. Uh, you know, if somebody you know needs a song or maybe your business or something like that, hit them up, man. Um, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I I'm so glad he agreed to do that because sometimes when you reach out, you know, I'll reach out, and um, sometimes people are like, ah, you know, they don't they don't know what this show is, they don't know what this show's about, and they're like, well, I'm not, I don't really do sports, I don't really do this. Like, man, this shows whatever the fuck we need it to be and want it to be. So, um, yeah, that was that was. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I see some people saying in the chat it was a great interview. I'm I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I always worry about that. I always worry. I know a lot of people want silliness or sports or whatever, but I love the diversity and and the uh, you know the freedom I have on this show to do that. And so I, I appreciate uh, Kibo uh, taking the time to talk to me. And uh, I had no idea what any of that was about. So it was uh, it was pretty fucking dope to learn it. And it just dawned on me. And I, I probably just need to go to his Fiverr page, but it just dawned on me. I wonder if I, I should have him uh, do right, like write a, a, a Barry on Deck uh, song. Maybe an outro, intro, a break music. I don't know. I'll do that. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go see what uh, what he's got out there and what the options are. Uh, and if you've never used Fiverr, you should totally check it out. This is not like a a, a commercial or anything for him, but uh, man, if you got shit you need to get done, Fiverr, Upworks, and there's one other one, but those are the main two that I use. Flips and P break. I'm good actually right now. Flip, believe it or not, I'm good. Uh, oh, look at CC. Ooh, we need a Dallas Cowboy fan club of Houston song. Yes, and I bet that it would be fucking awesome. I bet it would. Uh, hit him up. Right, here's the link one more time for you, those of y'all in the chat that might be interested. Uh, there you go. Kibo and Boom Boom collab. <laughs> I had to bust out the, what my name is. I've always said that. I should have I should have told Kibo about that, but I've always said, you know a rapper ain't shit if they start off with, well, my name is... Nope, fuck you. Your name is trash, garbage. Stop rapping. That's how you knew, even back in the day. Right? You'd be like, yo, you rap? Yeah, I rap. Cool, man. You want a you wanna freestyle battle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to go first or go first? I'll go first, bitch. I'll go first. At Queen B Spice. Well, my name is Boom Boom. Uh, what the fuck? Nope, get out. What the fuck? Flip! Yo, Sensei, I appreciate that, brother, man. Thank you so much. Uh, Sensei uh, Bullrock said, um, this was an awesome show to raid into. Super glad we stopped in, brother. Man, thank you so much. Dude, I appreciate that. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes that works out well. Sometimes it doesn't. Damn. <laughs> CC got... <laughs> Why you got to do that to CC? Oh, I got a timer out. Here we go. Timeout CC. There it goes. Boop. Okay, she's done. Damn it. Flip, you asshole. <laughs> those of y'all new to the show, you get channel points, and you can use those channel points for different things. We do shoe checks because, I, 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 you know, I try to I try to have a decent uh, sneaker collection. It's not uh, huge, but it's, it's not bad. Um, but you can do that. You can time people out if you get up enough points. You can... Make yourself a VIP and fucking flip. Flip, what happened? What did I miss 
What did I miss? Why did you why did you time CC out? Why did you uh what happened? Damn. That's a damn shame. All this violence. Kibo just talked about stop the violence. What are we doing? Uh can he rap an intro for Jenny's segment? Oh, that's a pretty good idea, Steven the Weather Guy. That's not bad. That's not a bad idea. Uh see the good thing you're asking a pro and not letting Total Dallas do it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, keep on boo boo. That's, oh, geez. Uh, what's up, Crystal? Crystal said first. Do y'all remember Flip? Yeah, Flip's going to get it. It's not good. Not good. Uh, love you, CC. Come back soon. All right, let's get back to some. Uh, do we want to do some sports? Yeah, we probably need to do some sports. We did a lot of non sports. One of the topics that we didn't get to. That I've been wanting to get to. There are rumors, you guys. Everybody listen. The rumors are Russell Wilson was trying to get Pete Carroll fired his last year in Seattle. Uh, There's like a whole long article on The Athletic about it. Russell Wilson's first year with the Broncos. Too much influence, too few wins, and disorganized disaster. But in there... Uh, it just talked about, you know, Wilson and Carroll had clashed in recent years over the quarterback's role in the offense, convinced that Carroll and Schneider were inhibiting his quest to win Super Bowls and individual awards. Wilson asked Seahawks ownership to fire both of them. According to league sources who spoke to the athletic on the condition of anonymity, because they were not authorized to discuss the details. Wilson also had a preferred replacement in mind. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Payton, everybody. He wanted Sean Payton. So Russell Wilson didn't like the direction that his career was headed, that the Seahawks were headed, and that you know statistically he was headed. And so he asked that Pete Carroll and uh, uh, John Schneider be fired. And obviously he was told no. Next thing you know. He gone, which I think, you know, at the end of the day, probably the right move, at least for the last year it was. So pretty interesting. And and by the way, uh, Pete Carroll was asked about this later. Now, this all went down at the end of February, all the articles, but later Pete Carroll responded. And... um. It says Seattle Seahawks coach Pete Carroll said he will always stand by his players despite any challenges that he and his players, including his former quarterback, may face. Pretty outstanding. He said, I'm always going to hang with them, and I'm never going to leave them. I'm going to be there at the end of all of the good stuff, all of the bad stuff. Doesn't matter who the guy is, regardless of what has happened or taken place or the other things that have been said at all. If you hang with them, it all comes back around. I like to demonstrate that faith in the relationship and the depth of what we did together and hang through what growth what growth challenges bring to us along the way. So basically, Pete Carroll is taking the high road in this. And I, I think he probably could have um, said more or elaborated because I'm sure it existed. And I'm sure he had a ton that he wanted to say. But I think it's a smart move to take the high road for a couple of reasons. One, I think, you know, the story's out now and people can see Russ is a jerk or or at least it appears that way. 
you don't need to pile on at that point. Only reason you would do that is ego. And, you know, I think Carol understands that, listen, if I, if I handle this the right way, I think players, more players will respect me than, than won't. So not, not a bad play on his part. I'm sorry. I keep adjusting my, my ears all like clogged up or something. I don't know what's going on. Um, so yeah, that, um, that's interesting. Asked about his reaction to the report. Schneider called it water under the bridge. He went on to praise the team's culture and cite players who haven't left on, on great terms in the past and have come back, including Marshawn Lynch. So there you go. Uh, Wilson said, so however, Wilson uh, plans didn't get off to a good start in Denver. On Friday, Wilson responded to the report on Twitter by saying, quote, I love Pete. And he was a father figure to me and John believed in me and drafted me as well. I never wanted them fired. All any of us wanted was to win. I'll always have respect for them and love for Seattle. That's what I hate about this is who do you believe? You know, who do you believe? Do you believe that Russ is capable of being an asshole? Yeah. I mean, I kind of am a what a quarterback, a diva. You don't say Russ is going to get comeback player of the year. (laughs) That's funny. Um, so does Wilson play like ass to get his Broncos coach fired? Look, Jeff Belson, probably. Yeah. Uh, Alex Villanueva said, I miss CC. That's funny. You see what happens when Russ tries to cook. Yeah. Well, Pete Carroll responded by saying scoreboard. That's not a bad point either. Russ going to get comeback player of the year. I believe Pete Carroll, Russ makes everyone go through an agent to talk to him for this exact reason to make sure he always looks good. Really? Now, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know Russ makes everything go through his agent, which, yeah, that's interesting, right? Like, um, why? What are you, what are you hiding that you can't just have a direct one-on-one conversation. How 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 nervous are you of what you might say or might you know might be perceived as? <clears throat> pretty pretty chicken shit. But all right. But I wanted to get to that. That was an article that I I thought was fascinating and interesting. And you know, um, so there it is. All right. One more time. I'm looking at the board, and we seem to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 18, 19, 20, 20. We have about 21 of you that have filled out D-Mata's Get Well Soon card. Uh, so please do that for me. I'm going to copy the link one more time. <clears throat> for those of you that just got here or maybe have been hanging out and missed the beginning of the show, how dare you? Uh, but one of our own, Demetrius Mata, D-Mata, you know him, you love him. Um, not doing well. Almost, uh, I mean, for lack of a better word, almost died a few weeks ago in ICU. And there's a long road ahead of him. <clears throat> and so we've put together a uh, a get well soon card. Well, Jen put this together. She got us a get well soon card. This is what it looks like. You can see everybody's already started filling it out for D-Mata. So what I need you guys to do is go say something nice to D-Mata as well. If you haven't filled this out already, please do that. Uh, I couldn't imagine with a wife and kids sitting in ICU what, what could be for months um and and having almost died already 
So I think the least we could do is just send him a few kind words and a, and say that we love him and that we're rooting for him. So please do that. Even if you don't know him that well, just, you know, just a kind word, man, goes a long way, a long way. So if you're, you know, you're kind of new to the show and you haven't really gotten to know everybody yet, D-Mata is, uh, he's a day one. <clears throat> he's one of the first guys to ever support me many, many years ago when I first started in radio. So um, I got love for D-Mata. So I would hope that you guys would do me a favor and extend some love to him as we try to get him better. Uh, all right. Let's see. Wait, what? He was in ICU. Yeah. 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 He almost died. Um, and he sent me that and he was like, you know, tell the deckheads, man, hug the people you love and count your blessings. And that is a, that's a real thing. So, uh, yeah, best of luck and love to D Mata. So go click on that and fill it out for me. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, any more, did anything else drop while we were doing the interview? Let's see. Giants Jones lands $160 million deal. So four years, 160. So he did. Who was it that was saying he was going to get a $40 million deal? Who was it? Because apparently that's what he got. Now, I don't know what the, let's see. Jones will make $82 million guaranteed at signing as part of the deal. Which includes up to thirty-five million in incentives. Uh, Barkley will make ten million in the twenty twenty-three under the non-exclusive franchise tender. Okay. Interesting. NFL's game of tag. These six players who received a franchise tag before Tuesday's deadline. Uh, Barkley, Saquon Barkley got franchise tagged with the Giants. Evan Ingram tied into the Jags, got franchise tagged. Uh, Lamar Jackson, as we mentioned. Josh Jacobs, running back for the Raiders, has been franchise tagged. Uh, Deron Payne, uh, tackle for the Commanders. And Tony Pollard, running back for your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, all were franchised. Um, so, wow, four years. 160 million. Let's see if Spot Track has anything. Let's see Spot Track. Uh, NFL. Come on, bitch. There we go. Here is the. Here's the. Here's the. Boop. Boop. Uh, makes sense. Dallas can't break up that backfield. Yeah. Welcome back, CC. Welcome back, girl. Uh, I need to make you a mod again, don't I? Yes, I do. What's up, Clarence? Good to see you, homie. <clears throat> um, Daniel Jones had a much better year than y'all haters think. Yeah, but the problem is he had one good year, bro. One good year. That's it. One good year. And uh, that's not going to... I'm not breaking the bank for one good... Uh, one good. Not even great. Good. One good year. Hold on, I'm trying to add CC back here. Let's see. Add new. Oh, give me a second, CC. I'm going to get you back on the saddle. Uh, Queen. Be spaz. Queen be spaz. I like. All right, moderator. Boobity bop bop. Done. Save. You may have to log out and log back in, CC. Um, but yeah, um, Don is out here giving away points. CC, I have 186,000 points if you need to borrow some. <laughs> Jeff Bell said I'll get flipped tomorrow. Damn. Flip's got the target on his back now. Uh, Giants have committed to never making a Super Bowl again. 
Ah, that's funny, McLovin. Uh, that's really funny. Uh, let's see. New York football giants. Let's go. Look at Todd, the Giants fan. They had to extend him so they could uh, tag Saquon. But but they had to. I mean, you could still have tagged Saquon and uh, made an offer to. Well, I don't know. Is that can you make a can you make an offer to a um, another player that's also been uh, non exclusive franchise tagged and have your own franchise tag? That would be interesting. Hmm. That would be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if you could do that or not. It's crazy that Geno Smith got thirty five a year and Daniel Jones got forty. Yeah. Um, and Derek Carr. You know, what did he get? It, it wasn't in the neighborhood. Uh, but I wanted to look at something here. Let's pull this up. Boop, 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 boop. There we go. So four-year, $160 million contract, annual salary of $40 million a year. Yeah, but $82 million guaranteed. Well, that's all we know right now. Okay. Um, let's do it. Let's go look at NFL uh, position. Oh, we want salary rankings. By position, salary by position. There we go, and we shall go twenty twenty three quarterback. All statuses base salary, or do we want? Um, yeah, so we want contract details average. There we go. There we go. Now we're cooking with grease. So there it is. Uh, Derek Carr got thirty seven and a half mil. Uh, Geno Smith got 35, which puts him uh, right between or right at Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. So now Daniel Jones makes as much money as Matthew Stafford. More money than Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Jerk Off, Lamar Jackson. We don't know what he's going to get. The franchise tag gives him 32. Can you believe Ryan Tannehill makes $29.5 million? What? What? That's so weird. I mean, that the, uh, never mind the fact that Kyler Murray is third on this list. Yeesh. Yeesh. So, yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones now the tied for seventh highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And if you look at his him statistically, I mean, it's just not sexy. They don't even have who he compares to. Well, let's see. Let's see on market value. Sometimes they'll show you. <laughs> market value, according to Spot Track, based on statistics now, obviously you can't judge the intangibles. But Spot Track says the dude was worth $26.2 million a year. And that statistically comparatively speaking he's equal to Mitch Trubisky, Ryan Tannehill Jimmy Garoppolo and Jameis Winston they fucked up I mean that's that's just ridiculous I was expecting to see better names here but yeah Trubisky Tannehill, Garoppolo and Winston and there's there's his there's his equipment. That's that's the group that he's in. So Todd, tell me about how great he is. It was one year. 
And they overpaid, according to Spot Track, who's usually pretty close. Not always. You know, it's not an exact science, but uh, they paid about $14 million more a year than they should have. That's a lot of money. What? Wow. Uh, I remember going further in the playoffs than the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, Price is right. Comps are kind of fed up. Uh, no, I mean, I don't think the price is right for Daniel Jones. If we looked at, if, if we just, if we just looked at his, let's just look at him statistically, right? Let's just uh, ESPN. Let's just go. Let's, let's do an experiment here. Last three years. Let's go stats. I'm going to open this. I'm going to open two. And I'm going to click there. And we're going to pull up the last three years where he ranks statistically. Uh, offense, regular season stats. That's 2022. We're going to do 2021 regular season. And we're going to do 2020 regular season. And so we can, let's, well, let, this is just passing yards, which isn't a great barometer, but it kind of gives you an idea of output. Uh, Daniel Jones was 15th in passing yards uh, last year. In 2021, Daniel Jones was... Oh, what the fuck? Where, where is he? I don't... What the hell? That's Mac Jones. Wow. What am I, what am I missing here? Regular season passing. What am I? Thoughts that I am a Giants fan. Uh, what am I missing? Why? Where is? Uh, did he? Did, see, do they have his stats registered? Yeah, 2021, 11 games, 2000. Okay. Well, maybe I just didn't go down far enough. Yeah, no, it should have been there, 2,400. Why is he not listed? Oh, I just he probably not eligible. Probably doesn't have enough pass attempts. That's probably why. Um, so okay. But that, you know, you gotta you gotta be there. Um and then 2020. He was 19th in passing yards. Now let's look at touchdowns. Obviously, he's not gonna qualify in touchdowns. And uh, touchdowns. And we can see that he had 15, 10, and 11. Guys, that is not good. My guy had 15 touchdowns last year. He went 15 and 5 in 16 games. That's really not that good. In a league where 41 and 35 and 30, Geno Smith had 30 touchdowns. Daniel Jones had 15. That's not good. And and look, Todd's like he ran for eight. Okay. But, you know, Jalen Hurts had 13. Uh, Justin Fields had eight. Daniel Jones had seven. Josh Allen had seven. But, but when you compare it, Josh Allen also had... 35 touchdowns. Now, he had a lot of interceptions, but that's Josh Allen's Achilles heel. 
But I'm saying, like, dude, that's just not good numbers to be paying. Todd, you can sit here. Todd, you can sit here and try to justify paying Daniel Jones $40 million. It's a fool's errand, bro. You don't pay a guy that puts up the numbers that Daniel Jones does with or without. You know, Barry, look at Russian stats also, dumbo. No, it doesn't matter. The dude is not. The dude is not putting up numbers that warrant that kind of money. You know who makes forty million a year as a quarterback? That that earned the forty million a year. Let's let's back it up a bit here. Um, fucking Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. I'm sorry, Daniel Jones is no Josh Allen. Daniel Jones is no Dak Prescott. Hell, Daniel Jones is no Matt Stafford for that matter. I just, bro, they way overpaid for this dude. Way overpaid. And I get it. Derek Carr got a lot of money too, and he shouldn't have got it. They overpaid for Derek Carr. But like Amos said, that was kind of the price of doing business. I don't know, man. That's a lot of money being spent on a lot of dudes that ain't doing shit. Uh, how much is Wilson making? Oh, yeah. Well, look, I mean, but see, Russell Wilson has skins on the wall. I mean, who who amongst us thought Russell Wilson was going to shit the bed like he did? No, don't put your hand down. Put your hand down. You're a liar if you thought that was going to happen. You're a liar. <clears throat> but, Yeah. It was bad. Uh, since a Bullrock said, I think I'd take Kirk uh, Cousins before Jones. Me too, bro. I love me some Kirk Cousins. I do. I love me some Kirk Cousins. So I, I'm with you on that. Tom Brady never made $40 million and has seven Super Bowl rings. Daniel Jones is a below league average QB. Yes, he is. Giants way over exceeded this season. I do agree with that too, Flimsy Cherry. I, yeah, I think the Giants. Um, I, I don't want to say they they outperformed expectations, but they they actually did. I mean, they they really did. The Giants were one of those teams. I mean, you know, Brian Dabble was uh, up for uh, did, who did he win Coach of the Year? He did win Coach of the Year, didn't he? Who was the NFL Coach of the Year? Uh, NFL coach of the year. It was Brian Dabble. Yeah, that's what I thought. So good, but that doesn't warrant paying. I mean, that a lot. Uh, the Giants offense was twofold. It was Daniel Jones running. And it was Saquon Barkley. But you don't pay a guy who's one and a half dimensional, right? Like, I mean, look, Daniel Jones... Can run. Don't get me wrong. But you got to be more than just that to get that kind of money. And he's he's not. I just I I'm just gonna disagree with you, Todd, and everybody else that's defending the money. I they they overpaid. And I guess looking back on it, I mean, you know, we talked a little bit about it yesterday with Derek Carr, but the Saints probably did too. But like you guys are saying, you know, in a way. That's the market now. This is where we're at. Well, it's ridiculous. Uh, Todd said, just let me talk myself into not crying, you mean people. I love you, Todd, buddy. I do. I love you. I just, I don't, I don't, you know, 
you don't, you don't, that's just bad money in my opinion. Um, what would the Bills look like with Jones and what would the Giants look like with the exact same? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Are you saying that the Bills would still be as good as they were with Daniel Jones as opposed to Josh Allen? I don't I don't think so. Alex says so Mills is getting 40 million in 3 years. No, dead no. Uh who would have thought a former Duke football player would be making more than former Duke basketball players? It's a good one. Uh watch him going to New Orleans and kill it. I I I listen if I would have more faith in Derek Carr getting further and having a better end of his career than Daniel Jones, just based off of what we've seen so far. I would. And I'm not saying that uh, Daniel Jones is absolute garbage, and I'm not saying that Derek Carr is elite, but I'm just saying I think that if you made me pick, if you gave me a choice right now, Barry, you get one of two choices for your starting quarterback. Daniel Jones, Derek Carr. Who are you taking, chat? I'm taking Derek Carr. Just, yeah. Uh, comparing Josh Allen to Danny Dimes, that's a real Giants fan. Yeah, Flimsy Cherry said Carr goes to a lot easier division, at least. That's very true. We talked about it yesterday. He might be the best quarterback in that division, depending on what Tampa Bay does. Carolina's going to draft. We don't know who they're going to get. I mean, Derek Carr might actually be the best quarterback in the uh, NFC South. Crazy. So, Barry, throwing for 25 touchdowns makes someone a good QB. No, it's all about it's all about all around and what they do for the team. Matthew is staunchly, staunchly fighting with me about this, and I, I don't know why, and you're not going to change my mind, Matthew. All of the things that you type in that chat is not going to make me, it's not going to dissuade me from thinking that the Giants overpaid for Daniel fucking Jones. Daniel Jones, bro. That's who we're talking about. We're not, we're not fucking talking about Russ Wilson having an off year. You know what I mean? We're not talking about. Uh, we're talking about Daniel fucking Jones. Oh, a year ago was a, the, the Giants and him were a laughing stock. What the fuck are they going to do? Are they going to move on from him? They should. That was the, that was the narrative before last season. This is it for him. Make or break. That was the honest to God narrative. If he, if he shits the bed again, it's time to move on. And now all of a sudden he's worthy of 40 million the dude but he just held on to his job that's all he did he just happened to do it in a contract year so he gets an exorbitant amount of money that he hasn't earned brian said while you was gone i said you was gonna time out everyone in the chat that's true uh i don't know maybe you're just a giant hater because a lot of people on twitter like the deal and it's a contract where he needs to prove himself i'm not a giants hater i'm not a hater of anybody like i used to fucking hate the Cowboys and the Steelers. And I'm a Mike Tomlin stan. And I actually have been, I've, I've you've not find anybody on, at least on Twitch that talks sports that defends Dak Prescott more than me. 
So for you to sit here and tell me that I'm a, a Giants hater because I don't like Daniel Jones, bro, there's a lot of quarterbacks I don't like. Don't don't think I'm singling him and the Giants out. I don't like Trey Lance. I don't like Justin Fields. I don't like Tua. I don't like Daniel Jones. Um, who was the cat that they wouldn't fucking move on from? Trubisky? Like, there were a lot of quarterbacks. I'm like, nah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. And, and, and you know what? Full disclosure, Jalen Hurts, same thing. Didn't like his game. Proven wrong. Cool. But there's also guys that I like that people are like, what do you, what? You like Jimmy G? Yeah, I think Jimmy G is not great. He's, you know, he's serviceable and took good. And if you're a franchise in flux, yeah, take a shot. Um, Same way with Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. I mean, these are guys I'm defending that are considered meh by a lot of people. So it's not that I'm a Giants hater. I just, with my eyes, my stupid, dumb eyes, I watch Daniel Jones and go, "Ah, yeah, Ryan Tannehill. There's another. Put him in the Daniel Jones category for me. Lame. Lame! Geno Smith? What? What? I mean, Seattle might as well just lit that money on fire. So don't take it personal just because I don't like that quarterback. There's just very few really good quarterbacks in the NFL. And some of them, I mean, look, somebody's got to be number 10 on the list, right? Why not Daniel Jones? It's his turn, I guess. But fuck, bro. I mean, I just I just don't see it, okay? That's just me. Field's second year almost mirrors Josh Allen's second year. Okay. Well, that's like me telling you Jalen Green's second year almost mimics John Morant. Are you going to allow me to compare John Morant and Jalen Green? Because I'm damn sure not going to allow you to compare Justin Fields and Josh Allen, at least not yet, buddy. I don't think so, Mark. That is your real name. Better sit down with that Bears nonsense. Can't even believe you mentioned Justin Fields and Josh Allen in the same sentence. How dare you? It was like Ja Green and Jalen Morant. Uh, so if Danny proves you wrong, just flip sides. I'm look, I'm one of those guys, like I admitted with Jalen Hurts. I didn't have to bring his name up and tell you I used to think he was trash and lumped him in with all the other names that I've mentioned. Tannehill and Jones and you know, all that. I didn't have to do that, but I did. Because I own it. If I have a bad take or if I have a if I've, you know, liked a guy that shit the bed or was supporting a guy that, you know, or wasn't supporting a guy that maybe I should have or, you know, was saying a guy was overrated and he wasn't, I'll admit it. I'm happy to admit that. You know, if Dan Jones wins a Super Bowl and an MVP, I'll be the first person to turn on this camera right here and turn on this microphone right here and look you in the eyes and go, he got lucky. No, I'm just kidding. I would own it. I'm telling you, I would own it. I'd be like, yeah, my bad. He proved me wrong. Absolutely proved me wrong. But until then, you're not going to get me to buy into the fact that Daniel Jones is one of the five, nine or ten best quarterbacks in the NFL. You're just not going to get me to do that. Just not. The problem is all the greats are retiring, so now teams are trying to find the new guys that last years. Yeah. What's up, Josh? You damn hooligan. What's up, buddy? 
I mean, God, could you imagine having to choose between somebody like Ryan Tannehill and Daniel Jones? Fucking shoot me. I would rather just have Derrick Henry run the Wildcat. For fuck's sake. I'd take Jacoby Brissett over Daniel Jones, says Titan Hugo. Bit, sweetie did you get your uh did you get your mod privileges back i hope so oh you're off until monday damn go cc it's your birthday i can't wait to hear barry eat his words in year two about fields okay hey man i'm gonna tell you right now uh a lot of people love them some some uh justin fields they are very high on that kid they're like look what he did with no o-line and no receivers and no this and no that and I'm like, yeah, and no skills. So I, I'll i probably be wrong, and that's fine. I can admit it. I, I don't have a problem admitting when I'm wrong. When you do this for a living, when this is all you do, when you talk and you give opinions, you're not always going to be right. And my eye test and my belief in some of these cats is it's not the end of the world. But you know what's awesome? 100 bits. Josh, thank you for the 100 bits. Joel, thank you for the 100 bits. Josh, thank you for the other 100 bits. And a hype train. Let's go. I got to do a shot now. God bless America and everything holy. Seems like it was loud. Seems like it was loud. I'm going to do this shot in honor of... All the great Giants and Bears quarterbacks. This is this is this is for all of the great Giants, New York Giants, and Chicago Bears quarterbacks that have graced the turf in the NFL. Let's name them. Bill Sims, Eli Manning. Cheers. Ah, that didn't take long. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Y.A. Tittle and Sid Luckman. Fuck them dudes. I ain't going with them old-ass people. We're talking modern era. None of that bullshit. You got to at least have had a face mask on your helmet for me to consider it. Um, Holy shit, what's happening right now? The little thing is Jim. Thank you for the hundred. Oh no, that's no, my bad. Shit, Jim. Thank you for the sixty-nine. I like it. Uh, Jim, thank you for the hundred bits, baby. Thank you for the hundred bits, sweetie. CC, thank you for the sixty-eight bits. Uh, right is wrong. Thank you for the twenty-five. Right is wrong. Said this is for the next great Kenny Pickett. Oh. Okay, right is wrong. Thank you. Uh, Todd the Show, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Josh, my dude, hooligan, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Much appreciated. And Todd, just sending 100 bits isn't going to get me to like your quarterback. All right? I can't be bought. I mean, I could totally be bought. 100 bits for Kerry Collins. Ah, <laughs> oh, the good old days. Kerry Collins. I mean, that's just not a good... God... But at least, at least the Giants had Phil Simms and Eli Manning. I mean, the Bears quarterback lineage is absolute piss garbage. I'm sorry, Mark. Best, let's, let's do a Googles. 
best Bears quarterbacks of all time? Google said, nah. Um, Jesus, what a shit show. What an absolute shit show. You got to go back to fucking George Blanda. Good Lord. How are you still a Bears fan, Mark? I'd have quit this team. I'd have been like, you know what? Fuck the Bears. No. Yeah, Jay Cutler might be the greatest Chicago Bears quarterback in history. Jim McMahon was trash, okay? Jim McMahon was ass. Don't, don't, listen. Put Jim McMahon in the Bears. The Bears would have won if fucking, I don't, didn't. Ed McMahon could have been the fucking quarterback of the 86 Bears and they still would have won that Super Bowl. Ha, 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 hot, hot. And then you just fucking hand the ball to Walter Payton and he runs behind that line and then here comes the fridge. Jim McMahon was not shit. Okay. Jim McMahon was just lucky to be there. Uh, But here's your whole Bears. uh, Oh, shit. That's the wrong one. Here's your whole Bears quarterback history. Let's let's laugh. Let's laugh at Mark's expense. Uh, By the way, right is wrong. Thank you for the 25 bits. He said, do you even get why I sent 25 bits quarterback? I didn't get it. Also, I'm not that smart, bro. You put way, way too much confidence in my level of intelligence. I mean, come on. Uh, Donna, thank you for the 50 bits, sweetie. Josh, I think I got it, but thank you for the 100 bits, homie. Much appreciated. Hype Train is done. 1,037 bits. Thank you guys for that dope-ass Hype Train. All right, so we've established that Daniel Jones is ass, but at least the Giants have had good quarterbacks in their history. Unlike the Bears. Hey, yo, Matthew, thank you for the resub, man. (laughs) Matthew said, this Danny Dollars hate will not be tolerated. Uh, I mean, thank you for the resub, but um, don't shoot the messenger. Don't hate the player. Hate the quarterback or hate the player, I guess. Don't hate the host. Hate the player. I don't know. I don't know how this works. All right. I got to show you guys, though, before we uh, before we go any further. Here you go. Jared, thank you for the 200 bits. Oh, what the fuck did I just do? Just push something I didn't need to push. Jared, thank you for the 200 bits, my friend. Much appreciated, sir. Here you go. Here's the great Chicago Bears quarterback lineage. Jim McMahon, Jay Cutler, Jim Harbaugh, Sid Luckman, Rex Grossman, Josh McCown, Eric Kramer, Kyle Orton, Nick Foles, George Blanda. And I don't even think that was the good George Blanda, was it? Doug Flutie? Johnny Lujack? What? Lujack? That sounds like a move. That's like an Alabama hot pocket. That is, uh, hey, I got the Lujack. Brian Greasy, Steve Fuller, Bob Avellini, Bobby Douglas, Chris Chandler. Oh, my God. Steve Walsh, Matt Barkley, Brian Hoyer. God damn. This is like the who's who of shitty quarterbacks. Bro. Why are you a Bears fan? Jim Miller? Jesus Christ. 
Peter Tom Willis. Mark, this is ridiculous, bro. I mean, I can even look up like the Oilers and the Texans and they've got a better quarterback lineage than this. This is ass. Titan News Go said Cordell Stewart didn't make the list. I don't know, did he? I didn't I didn't I couldn't make it through all this garbage. I could oh show more. Jason Campbell. God bless. Dude. Jeff Blake. Good lord, man. There he is right there, Cordell Stewart. Um, you had me at Rex Chapman. <laughs> How did Ryan Fitzpatrick not make a stop through Chicago? Yeah, no shit, right? Since a good point. Grossman single handedly won Super Bowl forty one for the Colts. I mean, I guess he is an MVP. <laughs> Eric Kramer was underrated. All right, somebody somebody, go check on Catfish. We need a well check. He's drunk. That's bullshit. I need a drink. Me too, Todd. Me too. Having to read all these stupid-ass names. How can anybody be a Bears fan, Mark? Uh, Mark said, fuck Ditka while we're at it. Most overrated coach ever. <laughs> I like that Mark is turning on his own team right now. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm 100% here for it. All right, uh, what else went down? Let's see. Uh, got the link, got the tickets. Oh, let's talk a little non-sports for a second. What do we got? We got 20 minutes left in the show. It's been a good all-over-the-map show. I'm happy with that. Uh, one more time, man, my thanks to uh, my dude Kibo, man. That was, uh, that was awesome. I really enjoyed getting to talk to him about what he does. It's such a unique thing. Uh, and I love that he has embraced it and owns it and is doing his own thing. And fuck, man, 6,000 clients on Fiverr. That's a lot. Good for him. Mark is a Bears fan. Well, Ryan Mallett, Texans goat. Shut up, Alex. Alex, listen, what we don't want to do is while we're making fun of Chicago Bears fans and quarterbacks, what we don't need to do is give them any fodder to make fun of Texans quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. At least we have like Matt Schaub at his best for one season and Watson, Deshaun Watson until he got all pervy. Right. The whole Deshaun Watson thing is such a, such a weird, it's like, he's like the Bill Cosby of the NFL. It's like, I just wanted to like the guy. Damn it. That's why. But he is. Um, he was there long and barely played. Yeah. Ryan Mallett, shut up. Barry, is it odd that a lot of teams aren't pursuing Lamar Jackson when it only costs two first-round picks? <sighs> it's a good question, Matthew. Here's the thing. And I, I, this is a really good question. Right? Like, why isn't every team going after Lamar Jackson? Every team that needs a quarterback? And the answer, I think, more teams aren't going after Lamar Jackson because more teams aren't there yet. So, it's it's bad money. Now, if you're the Jets, maybe... If you're maybe like somebody like the Dolphins, which we saw, the Niners is a is a team that you brought up earlier, which didn't make sense to me because of the all of the different quarterbacks they have, but he's better than anybody they have in that building. 
So huge upgrade and a team that's really, really close. Duh. Like, duh, duh. But I think that the teams that need to be looking at Lamar Jackson are the teams that feel like we're a quarterback away. And that was last year's Denver. Remember, they got Russ, and we all said, and I've beaten this horse to death, but Denver was that team for everybody last year. Oh, man, they got Russ. They, they could be contenders. That's a good defense. They got talent. Da, 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 da. So where's that team now? A lot of people will tell you it's the Jets. When you look at what the Jets were able to do with no quarter, no good quarterback play, you add Lamar Jackson, you plug and play, that's a playoff team. Fact. And the other part is you got to remember, it's not just the draft picks that you give up. It's the money. Are some of these teams that are close, do they have the salary cap and can they work out a deal that, you know, is going to work? So I think it's a combination. One, the teams have to be contenders, bona fide, legitimate Super Bowl slash deep run playoff contenders. Not fringe teams where like, oh, look at us. We fell into the playoffs. Right? Like, I mean, oh, the, you know, the Giants or the, we got bounced in the wild card and we didn't belong. Seattle. But, or Tampa, maybe that's a team that should be looking at him. All the talent they have on, on the offensive side of the ball. Of course, they're in salary cap hell. So that's a team that, that maybe that's why they're not. They they are, what I tell you, 50 million over the cap? Oh, man, now I've got the, now I've got the whiskey shot hiccups. Damn it. Oh, excuse me. Uh, let's go look at spot track real quick. NFL. Uh, salary cap rankings. Let's see. Salary by team, by position. Dead cap, guaranteed, signing bonus. Team salary cap. Here we go. All right. Um. So, fuck. Put it over there on the wrong side again. I keep doing that all day. Uh, here you go. So, Tampa, for example is 47, 48 million over the cap. They're not signing Lamar Jackson, right? So the Jags aren't going to do it. The Saints just had their guy. Chargers aren't going to do it. Cowboys aren't going to do it. Bills. The Dolphins, I, we've heard their name, but they're 16 million over the cap, so they've got work to do. Vikings ain't going to do it. Rams, the Browns ain't going to do it. There's the Ravens. The Panthers might be interested, but the Panthers aren't close. You think Lamar Jackson wants to go play for the Panthers? No. Uh, and and now that he can negotiate with, the, with whoever he wants, I mean, he might he might entertain, you know, the discussion. But but you look at the Jets; they're five hundred twenty five thousand dollars over the cap. That's close, right? I mean, a couple cuts, make some moves. Um, so there's a possibility there. I don't know, man. The Steelers, it's pretty interesting. Um, Eagles ain't gonna do it. Niners are one. They've got the. They've got a little bit of money. Broncos ain't. The Colts, maybe the Cardinals ain't gonna do it. The Commanders ain't gonna do it. Uh, although they might consider it, I guess. But depending on if Aaron Rodgers leaves and goes to the Jets, maybe 
maybe the maybe the Packers do it. I don't know. Chiefs won't. Lions are going to draft. Titans. I mean, the dude. You imagine Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson on the same team. Jeez. Yeah, Mark, they did franchise tag Jackson, but it was a, a, a non-exclusive. And so what that means is that teams can actually negotiate a deal with him. So any of these teams that we're talking about that might need a quarterback that are looking, or the Raiders, they got a ton of cap space. Maybe they think they're close. I don't know. The Eagles, no. Patriots, no. Seahawks, no. I mean, yeah, that's part of it. His team's got to be close and have the cap money. But if they are, then yes, they can negotiate with Lamar Jackson, offer him a deal, and the Ravens have the right to either match it, which means now they got to pay, or choose to not match it and get two first-round picks. And that's why that's what the question was. If all it costs is two first-round picks, why wouldn't the teams do it? Well, those other factors, salary, salary cap, and contention all factor in. First time I get to say a deal with his mom, and I mean it unironically. What? Um, Let's see, wait, shots. Yeah, you missed shots, Alan. Is it true Lamar's mom is ruining every deal he gets offered? That I don't know. Sorry, I got this, like, nail thing happening over here. If I was him, I would go to the Niners. Yeah. I mean, that of all the teams that we just listed that might be interested in him. Yeah, that that to me, that makes the most sense, right? Imagine Shanahan. Could you imagine the Niners? Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Lamar Jackson. Bro, what? Fucking what? Now, did I, did I miss on Kittle? or see? No, he's still there. And Nick Bosa on the other side. Jeez. Trent Williams is your left tackle. Armstead. God bless. Yo, and the Niners have some room. They got $7 million in cap space. Ayuk is there. I don't know who you get rid of. Who's coming up? Who, who's, uh, who's got some money expiring, but I don't think they have the cap space. Um, I mean, Trey Lance, dude, Debo Samuel is so underpaid. I'm looking at his contract right now. Look at this. Look at this craziness. Uh, Debo Samuel is going to make 1 million in base salary this year. What? It's crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, McLevin said, if I was him, I go to the Niners. Yeah. Mm, uh, I've heard Atlanta is the most likely for Jackson. I mean, you, you read that on Twitter. Uh, and you know, what's funny is you say that, right? And I mean, I agree. Atlanta needs a quarterback, but I was, I got, I got roasted on YouTube because when I did a video and I talked about teams that might be interested in moving up for a quarterback, I included the Falcons. Oh, that's so fucking stupid. The Falcons don't need a quarterback. What? Ah, they don't need a quarterback. Yeah, they do. Uh, where's their salary cap? Let's see. 
Where are they at? Oh, they're way up there. Yeah. Well, they got a ton of money, so that makes sense. Uh, and who are they paying at the position? Let's see. Positional spending. There we go. Quarterback. They've got Ritter, Woodside, and Philippe Franks. Yeah, but they don't need a quarterback. But everybody's like, oh, they're really high on Desmond Ritter. No, they're not. They're stuck with Desmond Ritter, but they're not, they weren't high on Desmond Ritter. They just drafted him. Give me that. Uh, and yeah, with that amount of cap space, yeah, that would make a ton of sense for Lamar Jackson to become an Atlanta Falcon. From a from a from a cap perspective. Now, you know, how close are they? I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But he wants his money. And that's one of those things. Um, you got to decide, do you want money or do you want to win? And we've talked about this on this show, and you guys have brought it up in the chat. But listen, at the end of the day, sometimes the decision is not to make the most money because you require depth at positions and, and other people. And that's what Tom Brady always did. Tom Brady was never the highest paid quarterback in the NFL until he went to Tampa, right? Or his last year in New England, something like that. He, 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 it was the highest he had ever been ranked, at least. Um, so, look, there's going to be a lot of teams that that are that think that they're throwing good money at quarterbacks, right? I'm sure the Giants feel good about that. I'm sure the Saints do too. But one thing we've learned is that when you look at some of these teams, and and Walt used to bring this up all the time, you can you can hamstring you can become hamstrung by overpaying a guy who's not worth it. It's just that's a fact of the matter in the NFL. So, you know, if you're going to give Lamar Jackson all that money, and you're Atlanta. Better manage this, the rest of the cap well. You better scout good. But I, I just, I don't know. Uh, what does it say? Des, Desmond isn't high on Ritter. Yeah. Yep, Mariota is gone. Mariota fucking sucks. Yeah, no. Uh, did Samuel sign a deal with a big signing bonus or something? Uh, yeah, let me see. Hold on. Let me go back here. Oh no, it's gone now. No, he had, he he's making his money next year, or is it this year? I don't know much, but no, this year he's making like one point eight million. Okay, sorry, Chad. I woke up and two cats are trying to make little cats, and there's a rooster in the yard. What the fuck, Alan? Alan, where are you? Did you wake up at Narnia? What the fuck is happening right now? Are you in Are you in Alice in Wonderland? What is going on? Why is it always so difficult for players to take less to win? The more you win, the more you get paid. Uh, I think it's, you know what, to be honest with you, it, it, it's a really fair question, Jared Taylor, but I think it has to do with the fact that, one, it's a violent sport. And you're not, you know, most careers are, are cut short because of injury. But two, it's the way that contracts are structured in the NFL, right? I mean, it's not guaranteed money. It's not... You're not, you could be cut next year and you don't get shit. And so they're trying to front load their money and get as much money as possible. And the more that the contract is valued at, 
even if it's not guaranteed, that still raises the, the guarantee floor. Does that make sense? So if you pay Daniel Jones what he's worth, right? If you pay Daniel Jones $25 million a year for four years, that's $100 million. Or you can say, we'll give you $40 million a year and we'll guarantee you eighty-two. So you can pay him what he's worth, or you can save a little money, make him feel better, inflate the number, and then in two years when he's a bust and a flop, you just you you cut him and you get that dead money out of there after a year and you're good. You you're back to square one. You can go start the whole cycle all over again. That's the weird thing about it. You know, you chase bad money. You sign a bad deal, you either trade and try to get out from under it, or you cut them, you deal with a year of salary cap hell, and then. So I think that's what the thought process is because, look, at the end of the day, Daniel Jones was guaranteed $80 million over four years. That's about what he's worth. He ain't guaranteed the rest. Chances are he won't get it. So, look at Flip. Man, right on time, Flip. <laughs> Flip always keeping up with it. I appreciate you so much, Flip, man, for real. Like it, uh, because sometimes I'll just get to going. I'll just get to chit chatting, yipping and yapping. Isn't the average NFL career just three and a half or four years? Is that true, Jim? I mean, I trust you, Jim. I, I don't believe you'd lie to me. That's crazy if that's true, though. Man, we didn't even get to talk about uh, the Mandalorian episode one. We didn't get to talk about Last of Us. The season finale is happening this week. Damn, damn, damn. this <laughs> uh, said he is mean, too. Who's mean? I'm mean? Oh, the cats and the roosters? Oh, yeah. Oh, roosters don't fuck around, bro. Thank you, Uriel. I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, roosters don't... F- chickens? Newsflash. Chickens are the devil. Yeah, that's not a goat head that you see like with the horns. That's a fucking chicken face. Chickens are evil. Uh, players take the most money because careers aren't guaranteed in football. Yeah. Alex Villanueva had a good question. Would you say baseball players are the opposite for the most part? Contract backloaded? Yes, very much so. I mean, everybody's kind of backloaded. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get rookie deals in every... Baseball's so fucked up because of arbitration and all the time clock and all that bullshit. Very much backloaded, though. Very much. But... All guaranteed. Baseball money is all guaranteed. Basketball money is all guaranteed. Football is the only of the three majors that doesn't guarantee 100% of the contract. So you might toil in baseball for your first five years, Jordans and the Bregmans of the world and, you know, cats that are the Vander Francos who are making pennies on the dollar for value of what they're worth and produce. But later in your career, if you sustain that, yeah, you're going to make a grip and it's all guaranteed. You can shit the bed and suck the rest of your career. You're going to make every dime of what you earned and negotiated. So that's the, there's the, there it is. Um, okay, Alex, how about you tuck your little pee pee up under your tank and go fuck yourself. Great chat, B. I mean, the chat does hold it down, but, uh, 
How about you give some credit to your boy? Huh? Asshole? All right, let's get out of here. Do we even have anybody to raid? Did any of the mods find a raid for us? No. 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 Is, uh, 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 is Sensei on? I gotta go. I gotta go. Where's uh, Sensei? I gotta go find his channel. Follow him as a raid. The weird squad. All right, I followed Sensei. Sensei's not on right now. Nope. It's okay. That's okay. Like this loud. Like this I was uh, trying to edit something yesterday and I saw uh, what chairman of the board someone I know is about to guess why is everybody saying chairman of the board who is that who's chairman of the board why do I feel like I've heard that name before I think this is part of that old uh, like uh who is it? Who's it? Um, all them cast together. Hey, thank you, Jesus. I appreciate you. Jim is guesting on the show. Oh, I got you. Hey, Sensei, I appreciate you, buddy. Um, yeah, we'll get it worked out where we can raid you after one of the shows and everybody can come hang out with you. So Jim is guesting with chairman of the board. So basically what you're telling me is Jim's being an attention whore right now. And he's like, Everybody come watch me. What are you uh what are you guys gonna talk about? Huh? Jim, why would we wanna listen to you? What why what's the reason? Fuck this outro. What's the reason, Jim? What's the reason? Why are we gonna listen to your interview with chairman of the board? Give me one good reason why we would raid chairman of the board, if that is his real name. I don't even think I follow this dude. Uh, I don't. <sighs> Give me a reason, Jim. God damn it. Don't just LOL in the chat. Give me a reason. Chainsaw juggling. I'm in. That's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. Chairman of the board live with Jim on sports. I swear to God, if you don't juggle a fucking chainsaw, oh, a, a free plug for y'all. Oh yeah. Look. I mean, really not. Michelle Obama. <clears throat> Here we go high. All right, Jim, we're going to raid chairman of the board. You greedy, selfish prick. All right, y'all go hang out with chairman of the board. Show some love. Uh, who's the hoe now? Damn. I don't know what that means, Donna. Me? I don't know. 
All right, guys. Uh, hey, thank you to my, my dude, uh, Kibo. Thank you for joining the show. Thank you for the interview. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, shout out to everybody for the biddies and the uh, hype trains. Thank you to Sensei Bullrock for the raid. Raid. <laughs> Speaking of that, we're going to raid chairman of the board. You guys go hang out and say hello. Be cool. Be nice. Tell them what's up. And uh, yeah, I'm going to follow copy chairman of the board and I'm going to set up the raid and y'all say hi. Alright? And uh, do me three favors until I see y'all's raggedy asses tomorrow. Be safe! Be kind and most Jim, you better not let me down, you raggedy bitch. Love you, buddy. All right, you guys, say hello on the raid. Make their day. Bye, guys. Love y'all. Eddie's making a YouTube video!